light skin, thick with the blue hair. Oh <laughs> you ever heard that one? No. Oh, damn, I'm going to send it to you. I don't know why I like it. I can't get it out of my head. And every time oh, when I see a chick with blue hair, I'm like, hey, you there. <laughs> Man, it's from America, Never Radio 95. About to start soon. We're gonna review Justice League. No justice, no peace. We are right with the police. This is too, too much. No, I don't think so. What is this, man? Eh? <laughs> this is a Higgins remix. Oh, the Magnum PI guy? Yeah. He's old news. Plenty of people have died since then. Yeah. You there. Like the he's singing, oh my God, he's doing backups on him with Ty Dolla Sign. Oh my God. Oh, 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 After the show, he gets deleted. Let the guy go. Tell him to move on, Mayday. Move on, Mayday. He likes the weirdest shit. Did you ever watch Magnum P.I.? No. No, it's because you're born this century. I know the elder did. I mean, I watched some old shit, but it's not Magnum P.I. Me neither. You? You watch it? Magnum P.I. though. No. What was the um yeah. the guy that played the voice of Inspector Gadget uh had a show. Yeah, that was Get Smart. Get Smart. I used to yep. watch Get Smart. I watched Night Court. Wait, that's who does a voice for that. I never knew that. Yeah. He did the voice for Inspector Gadget. He also did the voice for Tennessee Tuxedo. See why he's here? Yep. Mm. See that? He can even give you some numbers too behind his. I got all of them ready, man. I got them all ready. <laughs> what you know about that Count what? Duckula? Oh. I don't that, that's a little bit I'm a little mm. bit past Count Dracula, so it, it I, was, I was a little too old for that. Yeah, so. me too. It quacked me up, though. Yep. <laughs> Jeez. We're going to go there tonight. We're in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe think of fucking Howard the Duck. Bit Did you show. like Ghost in the Show? <laughs> yeah, oh, I like yeah. it. yeah. I'm going to be honest. Maybe you did. All right, do that. That's what this show's um, about. I watched the original anime. All right, and, see, that's uh, where you fucked up. I had to. All right. Anime's better. Uh... You know, I don't ever really know. I like to see the most original version of it if I can. But uh, storyline, the anime. It was a little better, too right? much. Uh, I don't know. It was just like this long ass conversations about the infrastructure of like these subgroups in the FBI. Well, you know, with this level of coding, you never know what type of situation you got. Besides, you have to understand from his position in the parliament. And I'm just like. This isn't fun right now. That was a lot of <laughs> right. Ghost in the Shell was that. All right. Well, man, you know? I can't wait to hear what you thought about Justice League. <laughs> you little dumbass bitch. I ain't mm. fucking with you. Always. Some people are Not Real Radio 95 tonight. Billsbury Flowboy is in the Not Real studio. We're going to... Review the Justice League movie. The Elder is here joining us from PPV, guys. We had to get the pro in here. Yep. Where you can rattle off numbers and people's names, because we're not good at that. Allie, how you doing? You sipping on your tea, Dad? I'm all right. Hey, hey, you there. Hey, you there. Sipping, sipping on your tea, man. the blue cup. Yeah. <laughs> how you doing, man? I'm good. All right, good. You excited? You went and seen a, a comic book movie with us. <laughs> I did. I can't believe it. I'm sure he regrets it. <laughs> we'll find out what and everybody more. thought about this did you, movie. Did you go into up. the right theater? We'll find out and more. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, yeah, I did follow the Justice League review. But first, I haven't seen either one of y'all in a while. 
We haven't really done the show together. Y'all are like staples on this show, though. Been on multiple times. It's like I feel good about it. You do. All right, good. I really do. Okay, I'm glad you're a part of the the it's not a great real way family. To play a Sunday. Good, great way to spend a Sunday. I agree. Nielda, how you doing, man? I'm doing great, man. Y'all really good. On a different night now. Scott sent the email. Yep. <laughs> but we do have some not real movie news. We did record for this show. So. I did. Yeah. <laughs> good shit. Bills, I gotta ask you. You posted a couple of videos on Facebook this week, kind of, I think it was this week, about uh, competitive fighting, and it sounded like you kind of put that behind you. Oh, that was just, I tried to get a couple rounds in the morning. Really? All right. You still playing. it's like, oh, that was awesome, Cher. All right, shower good. Gotcha. I'm still going to play. You're just not in it to win I'm just not driving to Metairie three times a week, trying to really play. What the fuck does that mean? Like, you know, oh, oh to- if there battery. was a tournament coming up and like, hey, we're going to go take this trip. Hey. To go to, okay, Baton Rouge tournament next week. We might spend a lot of time or as much time as possible. And you're going like to have to practice more, plus. right? I mean, you know, if you really want to go beat some badass nerd in Baton Rouge, yeah. But I'm not really trying to do that. No. Gotcha. All right. Dude, and you're also my, my Deadpool expert. Mm. I wouldn't. Well... Let me ask you a question about Deadpool real quick. Does everything Deadpool do funny? Like everything? It's supposed to be. Right. But okay. then again, That's I fair. guess no. Right. Technically like that, no. That first trailer. That was weak, right? Did you laugh at that and think it was funny? The phone uh, booth the phone booth trailer. Came out a while where he, ago. Where he's uh changing in the phone booth like uh Superman, but it well, takes I mean, him like it was, two it's minutes. It's pretty much uh, it was cool. I mean it's just like literally like a mini ad for his movie so i mean it wasn't exactly like a story all right but you know what it is i think it's maybe like you see it coming right right because like oh you're supposed to be funny so now when you go see the movie it's like you better be funny and it doesn't kind of like hit right he he raised the standard too high even for himself all right the second trailer drops this week where he's painting a painting i thought that was i'm glad you could join me today let's just drive right in i have my regular old canvas here Let's grab a trusty two-inch brush here. Whack did you watch it, man? I did. For a non-comic book fan, what did you think of? Wish I could jump in there and roll around and all. It was better than the phone booth one. Powder. Right. God, I'd agree okay. with that. Holy fuck, knuckles! I am high as a kite right now. <laughs> <laughs> so it is funny. You laugh. Had a couple little moments of it. I'm just watching. Like it's. I'm like with you, Bills. I'm like it's cute, and it is kind of. It's humorous. You know what? But I it's think, not funny to me. Look, I'm like, somewhere there's a guy that really enjoys Deadpool comics, and even though the movies are doing what they're doing, I, I feel like they're doing a good job of trying to get it right. But yeah, I like the first movie. Sometimes movies ain't the same thing as just reading a couple comics and enjoying I think, it. I think know? I'm just fucking out of touch. Like, no, I'm sitting man. in the movies, they play Jumanji trailer, uh-huh. and dude, people are cracking up. And I'm like, what the fuck? I watch this, I'm like, I ain't going to see this garbage. And people are yeah, like, cracking up. Yeah, I wasn't up, cracking up crazy. laughing. <laughs> I, you know, it takes a lot to make me laugh, but I appreciate. I was like, "All right, I get it. That's funny," but I wasn't dying laughing. That's helpful. Yeah, I, I think uh, Deadpool's to a point now of like a comedian to where they're funny, but yet the people when they see them, they like them so much that anything they do is funny now. Oh yeah, I mean that's some 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 of my associates Shit, think that everything that's 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 published is the greatest trailer ever, and the the. The Bob Ross trailer, I mean, was was okay. I mean, I, I think that it was the joke was held out too long. Yeah, I think they would have just been a little, a little bit kind of shorter with that part. 
the shit that I really wanted to see was so fast. You know, right. you couldn't. I really, want to see the movie, but I guess that's I good. They holding it back. I don't want to see shit. Yeah, you're right. I want you to see Damn a it. sign that says Deadpool two, and then I want to go see this movie unfold. I don't want to see a three minute trailer. With literally, here's like five scenes from the beginning. Here's five scenes in the middle, and, oh, and there's that final shot of him winning in the trailer. Yeah, right. Well, I'm kind of, I'm over it. And I've already overanalyzed the pictures. They put pictures of Brolin on there. Is that his name? Josh Brolin. I he's going to be Cable. And yeah. I sat there and overanalyzed it. And I swear, I got a fucking thought. Cable was young. I had to go back and look at the old comic books and like, no, he was fucking old duty and wrinkly and shit. They didn't give him all them fucking life field or whatever his name yeah, is. Yeah, the, the pouches. pouches yeah. <laughs> I was like, God damn, this movie's going to have some fucking pouches in it. Yeah, I thought there was going to be a lot of pouches and a lot of small ankles, but we didn't get that. So, yeah, yeah but uh, there's a lot of switching that's happening with trailers now, too. Um, a lot of stuff, and I mean, a couple of trailers that I can think of. One of the movies that we're talking about tonight, Justice League. A lot of the stuff in those trailers wasn't even in the final cut of the movie. Uh, Star- Rogue One, Star Wars, that's another one. I went back and looked at that trailer recently, and there was so much stuff in that trailer that didn't even make the cut of the movie. I think that they can throw some stuff at you and still keep you surprised. It's cool that Deadpool is going and going, look, we'll be creative and make a trailer and show you what we do without showing you any of the movie. I mean, that's what we're Deadpool would do. That's what you have to appreciate. I do. I think I like that's it, pretty yeah. cool. That's I, what good. Deadpool would do. I think it's getting a little overly like everything he does, everybody thinks is so funny, but I think it yeah, is. Yeah, but that's everything. Look at, look at Why Bacon. One like guy posted a picture. I put bacon in my donut. Now everybody's like, bacon donut? And like every, clown motherfucker. That's just how people are. All right. I don't know. I'm the just, bacon effect. If people I are st- taking pictures of it and they're doing it. It's awesome. Gotcha. What would you think about, is her name Zazzy Beats? Is that a real name or a yeah. stage name? I think that's a real name. Who? All right. She's, She's playing, playing Domino in the movie. I'm cool with whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Anything Deadpool does is great. I mean... I mean, well, it's that, rated that's R. your favorite, you got, that's you your favorite guy, character, huh? I mean, I I guess I could, yeah, in a certain sense, but then again, no. Um, I happen to play Marvel, and that was my main, so we have a special bond. You sure. dressed, I beat he a also, lot of good he, players. You wore himself. the outfit but, uh, for more than 10 hours. Look, man, it's like, all right, on this half, there's how good of a movie is this? Are you a good director? Did you captivate me, quote unquote? Over here is what decisions did you make? That you could have not fucked up. Like some guy was like, this shot's going to be awesome, but oh yeah, Optimus Prime has lips. Now, <laughs> what I'm going to say is, if the guy would have been like, I totally Optimus understand Prime, that. You do? Yeah. If he would have been like, uh, no, you know what? Because Optimus Prime don't have fucking lips. Oh, then fuck what I would have said was, you know, that scene wasn't as awesome as it could have been, but this motherfucker lips. got Optimus Prime correct. Gotcha. So Deadpool don't have to be good. Just don't fuck him up. Uh, all right. I'm That's not going to treat yeah. it like Logan. Logan was a movie that was like, That was on. beautiful. I think it was the best movie. They made a real movie, not a comic book yeah, movie. Yeah, it was a real movie. Thor was right. like an episode of Seinfeld, man. Well, dude, the dude that's directing it, it seems like he's like got a major hand in action. He did John Wick 1 and 2, right? Yep. I mean, that's pretty cool to have Deadpool, like, all right, we're going to see some good action. Like, if having Ryan Reynolds do the comedy and whoever's writing that and then take this director and make the fight scenes fucking awesome, that's another level up. I think mm-hmm. that was pretty cool. Deadpool's not hard to do either. There's not a lot of, you know, he's just a ninja. So, like, filming it isn't... Everything kind of makes sense. It's 
like Superman. It's a lot tougher to shoot a Superman movie than a Deadpool movie. Yeah, that was Deadpool's obvious. just got to have gunfights <laughs> with people, and it's cool. Yeah, you know, we, we can do you that. You know how to make that look. Yeah. Uh, that's a pretty good point. <laughs> One of the greatest You said the keyword. Dude, Everybody um, knows what it looks like. I'm gonna have me some fun. <laughs> Dude, you win. <laughs> hey, I met him one time. I'm gonna have me some fun. So what awesome. a man. What a man. Dude, you went and played with Afro Man. Yeah, that was really awesome. Where was this at? Um, Colville, Washington. It's like four hours southeast of Seattle. And uh, I do the bicycle taxi in the French Quarter. Right, so you're riding around on a bike in the French so, Quarter. So um, these two women, uh, blah, blah, blah. We got. We come from uh, this town, Colville. This guy, Afferman's coming through, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, well, I, I make this. music. Okay, cool. Well, next thing you know, phone, a couple phone calls. They get me in. They fly me up, pay for my my flight. Did they listen to your music or yeah, yeah. it's just well, that we, good of a camera? We went, no, no. We we uh, we pulled over. I spent a couple, uh, I did a couple songs for him. Wait, what you mean? You rap for him? Yeah, well, I have what my book. the fuck if we ask you to rap? You tell us no. <laughs> yeah, but they were like, you they want know us to Afro, fly man. you to Washington? Oh, I was you're right. like, well, alright. Alright, so you rap, and no beats, just No, you I flow. had my speaker on me. I, I put some instrumentals on. I did a couple tracks. I really liked it. We stayed in touch. Um, and they took care of me, man. Sure, a couple weeks went by. Hey, yeah. She had freaking fly a mile. She used them, got me a free flight up there. That's place wild. Place to stay. Wow. Uh, and it was cool. It was really cool. I got, for the first time ever, I just went out to some town that had never heard of me and got the chance to go do my thing and see what someone, how they would react to you me. You went by yourself. You yeah. were in a thumb drop. Yeah. <laughs> I, I really did. I actually played my set off my phone in airplane mode. <laughs> what? Yeah. yeah. At least Which is pretty airplane. clutch. I mean, yeah, yeah. if you got your phone on, you just... Yeah, I can go. I can go. Plug us in. Did you get a good response or what? I did. I got a really good response. Dude, that's fucking yeah, awesome. I, it was really cool. What happened to the video when you went to the weed store? I can't find it anymore. Really? They took it down? I might have took yeah. it down. That was pretty cool. I, you know, I, I reacted off of in. pure joy. I didn't even put that much thought into it. Oh, it was fun. You I did a great job. Like, this is how I would act right now. I, I didn't even think about that. But it was awesome. I got a receipt. I kept the receipt. <laughs> I want a frame. Then the bag, they're like, do you want a bag? You're like, wait, you yeah, know I want a fucking bag. I didn't even smoke that weed because everybody the in next this week. town smokes weed. Weed's legal in Colville, Washington. Right. So everybody has weed. So I leave my weed at home. I go to the show. I walk off on stage. I'm a little nervous. There's like 15 people outside just smoking weed. And it's like this... Small town, so I didn't even, you know. But at the end of the night, I had a headache. I'm like, I'm never smoking weed again. Oh wait, you just bought all that? You yeah, for nothing. Too this much. is all getting smoked now. <laughs> Pretty much. It was just cool to do. Fuck, you get it back here. It's worth more. Mm. <laughs> Smoke weed every day. Mm. Yeah, you did a good job, man. You broke down the whole scenario for me. At one point, I swear it was like a fucking commercial, dude. It was so good because it was like a naturally done commercial. It was better than a Deadpool thing. You, I just took <laughs> you for a walk with me. Do you have T-shirts or something? I want this. And the guy's like, no, we can't have them here. And he explained the whole thing. You got to sell T-shirts across the street. And I was like, holy shit, I learned a lot about weed store, uh, stores from Billsbury's fucking mm, that genius was commercial. Reader. That was the, uh, he's like the tier three grower. Uh, and that's a thing out there. And uh, he could, the amount that he's allowed to grow is pretty big because of licenses and stuff. And he was so ready to give it down, break it down like that. He was the man. Nice. Well, dude, what about the music? What's up? Mm. Sitting on a big old pile of beats. 
Chops for three months, a couple friends and I decided to meet up and make instrumentals. It was going all too well, and after three months, I needed a break. And Marvel vs. Capcom Infant came out. <laughs> That's about it. All right. So you got some beats you said. I got on. some stuff I'm working on. I'm, I'm, I don't know. Trying not to. It's like I don't want to feel pressure to do shit, so I'm like purposely not pushing some shit out I don't want to hear. Well, you're finding yourself? Yeah. They get a crossroads where you're like, I don't know what the fuck I want to be when I come out of this. Yeah, this I, you know, I gotta, yeah, because I, I just always went 100% into it, like nothing else really mattered about it. And then I saw some of the bit of the underbelly and people wanting to hang out with you, but if you hang out with them, they're going to hook you up with a gig, even if you don't like them. And I just, some of that stuff started happening and uh, I kind of was just like, all right, whoa, 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 this is great. I want to take a break from that world, go back in the hole, let's go work on music again, come back. Because I just didn't want that to be, I don't want to be trying to write a song in the middle of that shit. Like, because then that's all you got to like, kind of rap about? Like, if there's some deadlines given to me by some people trying to hook me up with shit, I'm not going to be trying to write shit to hurry up and have songs done to appease someone else's shit. If that makes sense. I don't know. Translate. El, do you know what he's talking about? No. Okay, good. <laughs> well, like, you're meeting people in this business. You meet people in the business, and they want no, to do shows. And then it's, how do you get this gig? And how do you meet this guy? So it's a lot of networking and this and that. And if you have opportunities that are given to you, but you still kind of want new music, you know, it just becomes this, all right, well, do I need to spend my week going to do this bullshit? Yeah. Right. Or do I need to just chill the fuck out shit. with all this shit and yeah. just go write some music? Because... I want to write re- music. I don't want to make a quote-unquote product that I'm just keeping up with the times and then have, you know, like the first two things I wrote, they took me like a year and a half to write, you know? It wasn't just like, I'm going to go write five rap songs and that's just not how I roll. So I guess I'm just picky. I'm picky about how I feel at a certain time and if uh, if I feel like I'm just trying to rush something, then I'm, I'm not going to do it. Do you think the more people ask you for it and to do it it just makes it take longer to do like, no just no no about it. no that's actually good that's actually really good because uh well hurry the fuck up man we need new music <laughs> thank you and then wore that soundcloud fucking page out no, i'm, like, yeah, right, I know, I'm I just know. waiting for a new one to drop you it's don't like even I told have you, to man, do my fiance wore that shit out i mean she <laughs> listens to that shit all the time so we're ready for some new no, shit. no that helps I went and worked Voodoo Fest, and I had like I had a couple people come up to me, and that just surprised me. I keep finding a new favorite one though. It's kind of cool because I'll, I'll go, all right, I'm tired. I listen to these songs too many goddamn times, and I take a break from you, and then when I go back, I find a new one, and I'm like, damn, how did I not fucking wear this one out yet? I think at break we're gonna play uh, Dashlight Heavy. That's mm. Mayday's favorite. Awesome. And then I found Ko, and I love that fucking song. Mm. So we're gonna play one at, that one at break too. I love Ko. I wish we had a hook for it. Yeah, it's fucking good without it, so. Thank you. Yeah, with it, I can't imagine. Man, maybe that's even something kind of look at. Didn't y'all, y'all redid Droids kind of like with the new beat and yeah, everything? Yeah, well, it was and like. holy shit, I thought it was better than the original. Thank I'm like, you. this is fucking incredible. Dude, Chopsley has kind of grown with you, I feel. Yeah, like, yeah. He, yeah, because he's been doing his own like electric music, uh, EDM stuff. Um, and then he, he threw the battles and then we meet. And then all of a sudden he's going from trying to make these like weird bounce records with EDM shit. To trying to do whatever I tell him <laughs> at all times and not yell at me. <laughs> so, yeah, that and we have come a long way. And we kind of, 
he'd be like, you need to rap on this and try to pull me too much of him and I'd shy off. And then I'd, you know, so Very slowly but surely we've kind of found that that target that's a little far out for both of us, but not too close to either one of us. I got that. I don't even need the elder to translate that. I know all about that one. That's how me and Mayday are. That's the deluxe package. He's like, I want the pig to come over. I'm like, not right now. It's not the time. We got to be productive. <laughs> like, dude, look, they got these other guys in the Mation Nation, right? They're out there in Chalmette doing their thing, and they got a podcast. It's like the D by D podcast. It's mm. slightly better than uh, the scoop. <laughs> and and uh, they call them Soul Tribe. You know about these guys out no. there? No. All right. I was hoping we could start maybe a little, mm. little bad. What you Turf think about war. this guy? Sounds like cheese a little bit. That's what that's why Mayday hey. likes it. They say his name. If you say Mayday in a song, that's it. It's getting plays on this show. <laughs> Which you, you don't know nothing about these guys. No. Just say they suck or no, I don't wheat, know. Weak beats, weak rap. I know nothing. Uh, <laughs> I'm trying to get you in a rap battle. That's funny. Daryl Poche is in it. Daryl Poche is in it? All right. What? A little better now, right? That's Daryl? It is. That's Mayday driving, I think. <laughs> is that in the song or is that you? They're coming to get it fast. No, that's them. Yeah. That's them leaving the fucking Ronnie's the fucking hot rod in there. Right. You don't want to talk shit about him at all? <laughs> yeah, you're right. You sure? I'm giving you a chance. Yes, sir. <laughs> all right. Dude, the elder. What's up, man? How are you? The five-star general in the good, house. good, man. Just, uh... Coming off of seeing Justice League, ready to get my uh, ready to get my last Jedi on. Less than what about three weeks we're going to be seeing that. So cool. And you and JB are working on Mute Mind still. Yes, we yeah. are. Yeah. Um, a mini series, a yes, audio. This is a play. I, we haven't really, yeah. yeah, we haven't really talked about it. Um, yeah, it's going to be a fictional podcast, and it's uh, based on uh, uh, it's based on a guy who is a private investigator that falls into some shit. And yeah. um, we've been uh, we started. We're very ambitious when we first started, and we when we kind of plotted out we're, we're going to do it in the seasons like a like a television show, and um, six you know about twenty five minute episodes, which is going to be season one. I think Pickle said two. But um, twenty four. Oh, Pickle said two. Twenty four. All right. Two. But um, two this uh, this show we're working on, and I looked at it, and I was like, man, look, you know, we're we're pretty good at coming up with shit and writing stuff, but. We don't know dick about they the don't. technical end of any of this shit. They so don't. They how don't. about we go and we do some kind of like smaller episodes that kind of world build and it lets people know kind of what this shit's about. So we've been coming up with these three to seven minute episodes that are just like little bitty snippets. Nice. And, and I hear somebody that is also on the show a bunch worked on some music for y'all. Yeah. Um, Jack Locke. That? Yeah. Jack oh, Locke's going to yeah. be doing all our uh, composing. So really, Jack, nice. how'd that go? Oh, lame. Really? You didn't like it? <laughs> oh, no. It was well, super I, lame? I'll tell a story about about Jack Locke, and it's I, I, I listened to him mm-hmm. on the show, and the uh, the cover song he did with Dickie was fucking amazing. Um, so, right? I'm sitting there listening to it, and uh, I'm racking my brain over all this shit. I'm like, fuck, man. I, I, originally, you know, uh, Moley said he was going to help out with some shit. 
And they were like, he's blown yeah. up. He's so fucking busy all he's the, the time. He's the new chicken paper chase. <laughs> I'm telling you, he's the new chicken. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Then they got, got more milkshakes out oh, there. Oh, fuck, there man. You, you make this shit go down the well, pipe. <laughs> I, uh, I got to thinking about it. I'm listening to it. I'm like, dude, fucking Jack Lock. So I uh, messaged him. And mm-hmm. I said, look, man, I'm, I'm, this is what I'm doing. Are you into it? He's like, oh, yeah, fucking A, I'm down. I said, well, look, fuck. I got a little, All right. <laughs> I got a little uh, scratch track on guitar that I'll send over to you. And, um, you know, just when you get a chance to fuck with it or whatever, you know, do the do. Two hours later, I get a, uh, I get an email back in my box that's like a fucking, cheese man, like fully orchestrated, like, like drum tracks and French horns and cellos. And it was unbelievable. They got so, a symphony on it, man. I think we got the like right this. guy. Welcome to Mute Mind. <laughs> I won't be doing any of the narrating. I, in fact... I won't be talking on this fucking thing at all. I might, all right. I'll well, do good, some man. additional to... voices here and there, but that's you about it. You got to do the Russian guy, man. That was my favorite voice you did. No, we got an actual Russian guy who's doing one of our Russians. That's so. expensive. What? Yep. You ordered him off the internet? We ordered him off the internet. He's staying at JB's house right now. He's sleeping on the couch. Oh, fun. Right. Baby. Wow. And somebody by the for everybody. Is, by the time this is done, he'll be sleeping there for three years. So yeah. there it is. <laughs> Dude, yep. you went and seen Thor. You didn't like it. Uh, f- yeah. Uh, yeah, it was a little what rough. What the hell? How, how didn't you like it? I like it better when Star-Lord and Rocket Raccoon do that type of humor. I don't I don't really think that it fits that character well, It's only funny well. it when they funny do it. funny at all, though. It was uh, pretty fucking funny. Yeah, I like you're the, just in a bad mood. No, no, no. I like That's the, just it, though. It's not supposed to be funny. I like Thor the ain't funny. I don't know. It, yeah. it wasn't He's good, Thor. either, so... <laughs> I like the scene with Doctor Strange. I thought that was cool. Doctor Strange was cool. I thought the planet looked neat. Yeah. Oh, the visuals. Beautiful. The visuals. Beautiful movie. I thought that was cool. Was that uh, like that junk planet where stuff just like randomly falls from the sky? I thought that that was was really the visuals were amazing. The Hulk was lovable. I love the fucking Hulk. Hulk. That that was a version of the Hulk. There's a lot of good stuff in Thor. The only problem was it was too funny. Yeah, or too stupid, and I didn't give a fuck. The, the jokes, whole thing was the, the joke, yeah. and the jokes didn't like hit. But like the they first two movies funny. were jokes that weren't funny. At least yeah. this one was funny. The rocks, you didn't think that dude was funny? <laughs> he's nah, I didn't like him. I didn't want that dude to be funny. I didn't like. You know what I mean? I got you. That right, dude right. was like the last dude left of surviving guardian uh, gladiators. There was only like everybody was dead. Yeah. Yeah. So this dude's clearly been fighting as a slave, but this is hilarious. Yeah, dude, you dying? Yeah. I didn't really like it. I mean, okay. and that's the thing they call also, the movie. Also, I read the book, and that in it, he's a badass. In the in the Planet yeah. Hulk book, so that dude helps it. Hulk take over the whole fucking planet. So you're not getting to see a comic book you like recreated. It's tough. To see I totally want to separate different. that, and I feel it, like I feel like it's okay that they change a lot of that, and they kind of worked. I like the Hulk scenes. I thought that was really cool. I love the Hulk until he turned into Banner. When he turned into Banner, it just went fucking mm-hmm. stupid after what? that. I just didn't didn't enjoy it. I, I, I thought it sucked. Mm. Hey. What the fuck is wrong with Bruce Banner? Do you think James Gunn ruined the Marvel Universe now because he um, made I a funny he, movie? I don't think he ruined it. I think he definitely influenced it, though. Yeah, but when did we count on Thor movies to be good? Like, right. I didn't I guess when they started saying, getting higher be, budgets. Let's be real. Well, yeah, we can't oh, say this now. Thor's still, he's still, he's still second string, dog. Oh, yeah. Thor. yeah. I Nobody. think I like him less than Captain America. I hate Captain America. Of course America. you do. Oh, yeah. Fuck Captain America, bro. All right. So I was happy with Thor, though. I was like, ah, oh, this is kind of I fun. I enjoyed it. I thought it looked pretty. I did laugh. I do yeah, for me to whole, laugh. his whole planet lost their home and left, and his father died. See, it was like when they pulled off. <laughs> 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 That's supposed to be serious, I guess, right? I'm just but saying. You, you read the comic book with Ragnarok. 
No, no, I read. He's talking about Planet Hulk. Planet Hulk. I read Planet okay. Hulk and I saw the much... animated version. I, that was fucking incredible. But yeah, seeing the Ooh. movie, I'm like, all right, I didn't they get that. They used some of it. They used some of it, which they is did. okay. You got a new. Set I, I don't want to see the same shit. I don't want to see you frame by frame give me this yeah. book. I'm cool with that. It just seemed like nothing really mattered. There was no threat. Anyone the end of the world, see. the end of our planet, potentially the end of our people. Yet Again. it's all a big fucking joke. It is a big so, joke yeah. if you're fucking Rocket, if you're Deadpool. Even Wolverine will fucking crack a joke and mill some shit. Damn, that was my last cigar type shit. But Thor is supposed to be like this cranky god of thunder. I don't know. He's not funny to me. Nah, I'm be. with you. It was he, funny, and I thought I he was going to be. I like the guy. They cast him well. Dude's the man. I went oh, in yeah. that movie thinking it was going to be total shit, and it wasn't. So I guess no, that's where it I'm wasn't. like. It wasn't total shit. It was enjoyable. It yeah. was enjoyable, but it was a, it was just Dude, a Geico of, commercial. Speaking of enjoyable, Justin's the new chicken paper chase. We said that earlier. Uh-huh. Is Jukebox <laughs> Heroes still doing oh, things? Oh, yeah, dude. We're kicking, man. Really? We're, yeah, we played a big gig last night. It was a lot of fun. We had a lot of people, and... Made a lot of contacts, man. It was really cool. So. <laughs> Hold on, shit. Yeah, wait, on. Yeah, do a wonderful rendition of that song. <laughs> you gotta hear. Yeah, it was it was cool. We we uh we met with uh, uh with some restauranteers last night that are interested in having us uh play some private stuff for them. Oh, and yeah. Six Ten Stompers. We met up with those guys. They're interested in doing some business. So. <laughs> so he had Jukebox is good. Justin had to come and talk to you about the paper chase thing, right? I mean, you had yeah. to have a different kind. You didn't see it on Facebook. Yeah. No, no, no. Uh, uh-uh, he said, no. I think I'm joining up with Cheese and the. the is, happy is there guy an Miguel. issue? No, I, I I don't. I mean, dude, he's he's fucking doing his thing, you know. You so, give him I mean, no warning or anything. Just like, I mean, okay. what, what am I, his fucking mom or something? Be hey, his boyfriend, <laughs> motherfucker. Be a fucking friend. Tell him it's cheese. Well, do, you want to end up on his leg? I do call him other girlfriend. So whenever he calls me on the phone, Karen's like, "Who the fuck is that?" I'm like, "Oh, it's my other girlfriend." <laughs> so, yeah, but no, nah, I mean, dude, he, he, look, he's out there. I understand where he's at. He wants to get out there. He wants to do a bunch of different shit. His original stuff's kicking. I mean, he's booked out with Paul for like every Friday for the rest of the year. Yeah, he's so. a busy motherfucker lately. Yeah, man. So holy good shit. for him, man. It's awesome. Yeah, it's awesome. So. Dude, speaking of awesome, holy shit, Brian, you're getting married soon. You moved today. Yeah, man, uh, I moved uh, uh, uh. down to Bayou. Down that Bayou. And I'm like, this is beautiful, man. He's really he's found the love of his life, and he's moving. He's making changes in his life. And then I listen to the show, and I hear something. <laughs> and I'm like, what the fuck? I don't think this man is ready to be married. What are you talking about? So maybe it was nice enough to, to go oh, of course. and grab it off the show. I can't <laughs> wait to hear this fucking out-of-context shit. Out-of-context? What are you talking about? You said it, pal. Me personally, if I got a whole bunch of money, and I come up and I fall oh, into a fortune, God, okay, and I have some no. revenue stream that's given me a whole amount of fortune, me personally, I am going to go start chasing Italian hookers to date. Okay, that's what Rewind I'm after. Rewind the I'm whole after fucking high thing. class, good looking broads. Okay, that's <laughs> what I'm looking him. to do. Now, if my revenue stream, if my revenue oh, stream, God. you know, like kind of slows down because the audience is not like applauding what I do anymore right. and all that shit, my tastes are still really high. But the thing with it is, is that the money is not continuing to where I can afford the Italian hookers. Okay, so now as that goes on. And my revenue stream comes down and my core audience goes away 
and I can't afford that anymore because the ratings of the fan base that I have that's happy about what I'm doing, mm-hmm. I got to so now weird. go chase a hooker on airline phone. highway you, that's hooked on meth. So my standards <laughs> drop way low, and the thing with it is is that nobody wants to watch go hookers fuck on yourself. meth anymore. <laughs> This is so good. <laughs> Dude, that's the so, kind of shit you're missing. So not he does the PPV guy. So he conveniently clips because anyway, he's so we well, went no, to see Justice League. Fuck off. Want. What are you talking fuck about? Fuck off. He's DJ Sprinkles. So look, he doesn't rewind talking that I'm talking like I'm a fucking executive <laughs> and a, like a piece of shit executive. Mayday, how many uhs did you kind of I told you the bad oh, idea none. to play that shit. Oh, no, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> <laughs> You're proud of yourself, huh? He did it, not oh, me. No, fuck you. You couldn't have You're done it without him. Huh? <laughs> Dude, it was oh, easy, God. too. I was like, just cut it here and here. Yeah, exactly. And like, cut it here and here. Fuck the rest of the context. What context? I don't even know what that means. Oh, yeah, exactly. You don't know what any of that shit means. Oh, oh man. You oh, fucking yeah. prick. Just saying, you might want to start God. rethinking your life. I'm trying to save you, buddy. Uh, that's it. That's it. You're already moving farther far away from me. Yeah, now he's going. He's in Lockport. We're moving up. Just last week, he said I could never get angry at you. Are you trying to test this guy? God, no. <laughs> no, fuck, no. Everybody else is running inland like that little girl in that movie. Y'all inappropriate, man. Y'all. Who's that movie? Tyree's going to be the beast of the southern wild. <laughs> hey, well, at least now people got to go listen to the You know what's really sad about the whole thing is? This fucking asshole turns my mic off. That's what makes it the best. Oh, he did that? Oh, yeah, You are ruining the whole thing. You're pulling a cheese. Fuck you, me. Fuck off. Man, he's like, I spent 15 minutes doing that. I'll be damned if he's going to talk over That was sick. I play clips when people talk, not the other way around. I'm telling a story about how I'm a fucking slimy fucking TV ad exec, and that's how they think. And that is motherfucker, you're not ready to get married. Oh, fuck y'all. Italian hookers? Yeah, Italian, definitely. That's expensive. Yeah, they're expensive, man. Right. That's it. Man, they got to get a lot of shit. Way more expensive. <laughs> way more expensive than fucking airline hookers, that's for sure. You still love me? Huh? He's done oh, forever. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> it's a long time. All right. Forever, man. Well, man, oh, we God all damn, went and seen Justice League. I give me a minute to yeah, recoup after right? that. that was oh, no. I mean, see, that, that was funnier than Deadpool. I don't care. See, this is what I love. See, look, they cut it all up and they got it ready, and I could see them giggling and fucking ee! and all that shit. Now, oh, I need a minute. Fuck y'all. Let's do the review. Come on. So, dude, Justice League, we all went and seen it. Opening weekend, we all seen Batman versus Superman, but it wasn't bad enough for us not to go see this. Or maybe it was. I kind of went in hoping it was going to suck. Like, I wanted it to be real bad. Like, like, real bad. I wanted it to be the maybe the worst movie I've ever seen in my life. Just because at this point, I fucking hate Zack Snyder. Like, that's why, you know, his daughter doesn't even like him. You know, it's, it's oh, got Jesus to a point to where it's like, that movie, I was so disappointed in just the fact that these are huge corporations. This is as good as it's going to get. And these are the people being fed all this money and these iconic characters to make movies with. Like, that's a dream job. And I feel it got so fucked up that I'm, I was disappointed. I'm like, that's what you fucking gave us? All that money, these characters we love and grew up with, and that's what you fucking gave us for a movie? So I was so mad that I'm like, I want this one to be absolute shit. It was pretty goddamn close to me. That's my general overall review. It started incredible in the beginning. 
that song that they opened up with, I'm like, this chick, I don't know who it was at the time. I had to go look it up. That's how much I like this song. The beginning of the movie was fucking beautiful. That was total Zack Snyder right there. If that was the trailer, this movie might have broke records just on how good the trailer would have been yeah, with it, this yeah. song. And even those scenes, they were okay. Like the slowed down, you know, montage that they did in the beginning. Some of it was really pretty looking. Too. And this, the death of Superman. Like, I don't care. I fucking hate Superman. I hate the guy who plays him. I never want to <laughs> oh, see. No, he's dead. After that Batman versus Superman, I never want to see Superman or Cavill or whatever his name is in anything ever again. I, I was at that point. But to see that first opening of this movie, I actually kind of cared that Superman died. I was like, oh, now it kind of makes sense. It seems like. It is a big deal. They like, did a good job shit. of making it like an emotional scene. Dude. In my mind, the movie never got any better than that. Yeah. Like, it was a slow progression of Allie falling asleep on my shoulder at the end. I never fall asleep in the movie. And then the I moment fucking, Superman yeah. comes back and he's straining to hold his pecs in shape, I'm like, <laughs> I was like, God damn, somebody put him back in a hole. <laughs> <laughs> but other than that... That's kind of my, my general opinion. If I had to give it Zars, I'd give it four Zars. Oh, really? Yeah, four. It was wow. below average. I think we, another thing, well, we're going to go. I'll just spit all my shit out, and then I'll be done. If your most your character that's doing the best in the box office, and I think people people's attention are on Wonder Woman, if you have to give her a two-minute voiceover to explain a bad guy that you did absolutely no character development on, and he looked dumb... Oh God! He and you're gonna save the movie by uh, a two-minute voiceover by Wonder Woman to explain why you should care about any of this. That's another failure. The whole thing—it was like uh, it's Quentin Tarantino style, to where it's just a bunch of well-shot scenes that I thought at times looked amazing and at times looked absolutely ridiculous. But it, there's no story there. It's just like a bunch of choppy scenes without. The incredible dialogue that Tarantino writes. Like, he can write a right, chopped up no movie like that. He can even put it out of order. The dialogue is so fucking good, and the story is so good that he paints a picture. They don't have this. The dialogue was hor horrible. I think I, JB and I could have wrote better dialogue for this. And, and I'm like, this is as good as it's supposed to get, and there's absolutely no dialogue. You have good actors in this. I have no doubt that any one of these people in this movie could put forth an award-winning performance in a movie that actually had some fucking decent dialogue written. Like, there is no dialogue in it. The dialogue in it is maybe in a fourth-grade reading level. Yes. I don't fucking get it. That I was get it. The fucking idiots next to me got it. You know what I'm saying? Oh, it's not made God. for us. It's made Damn. for, like, dumbasses. I'm that sorry. What you think? Allie, give us next. There was a kid next to me and then a fucking really annoying either older sibling or parent, and just they talked the entire fucking time. But, like, they saw it so simply. Like, see that? I told oh, you, Superman. Finishing, he kept yeah, telling him, kid, I told you, Superman was going to come back to life. The kid was people's lines. The kid, yeah, I know. It was weird. Like, hearing a kid. Uh, well, repeating. He was repeating things. I, I would have punched him in the fucking head. Yeah. The guy yeah. next to him, he wasn't. I, I was next to him. But the guy he, next to him. I had to him, move seats in the theater twice because I was annoyed. You had to get up? I, the, a woman sat down and her cell phone light was on and she started looking at Facebook. Oh, hell no. I was like, yeah, I was like, cell phone. And I'm like, left. And then I sat, and there was like a kid behind me who was just crying because he has candy and is watching a movie. Oh. You know, he's like five. What a dick. And I moved again. <laughs> then I 
backed into someone's knee and they're like, hey, and then I had, you know, like, yeah, my oh, bad. Oh, this is a whole, during the movie? Yeah. Oh, Two God, times. that's a lot to go through. It's funny that it happened to you. <laughs> I think the third time I would have gotten up and left. Well, yeah, and besides like, seats, no. so we couldn't move. I got to see it. I Allie's a big it. Wonder Woman fan. What did you think of her? I think she did a good job. I mean, she did what she was supposed to do. I didn't think she was the problem. Mm. Um, I thought that uh, it was kind of cheesy, honestly, with her. Like, What's what's they wrong made it with extra that? Che- well, you should know. Um, no, they made it extra cheesy, and then I felt like they did something weird. I, I personally, Mark doesn't agree with me, but I think they put some kind of weird outfits on her in between the Wonder Woman outfit that like had all her tits hanging out and stuff. She doesn't really have big boobs, so it seemed really forced to me. I thought that it was, was like Superman's weird. Yeah, Superman that hoe. Yeah, right? <laughs> it's like, all right, the only person that should have been sexualized in that movie is Jason Momoa. Whew. Can I get an amen? That was the best thing they did. But anyway, I don't want to see Henry Cavill without a shirt on ever. You like ever. Momoa's acting in it? You thought he was good? Uh, I think that he's supposed to play like a goofball. So like I thought he did well at that. He seemed goofy and like kind of dumb. But he was eye candy. He wasn't really for that, you know? Right. And I get she was eye candy too, but I just felt like she was classier in the first, in the Batman versus Superman. Like she didn't seem like, I don't know. I'm weird, I guess. How'd you feel about the movie besides the way Wonder Woman was dressed? It was shit. Right. I don't fall asleep <laughs> in the movies. How many throws? I was punches? fighting so hard to stay awake towards the end. It was like they kept going after the fucking terrible bad guy and trying the same shit on him and it wasn't fucking working. It's like, you can't beat this motherfucker like that, obviously. And then, like, it just seemed like it was that scene over and over. Them just trying the same shit. Let's shoot a laser beam, man. Let me try the lasso again. That shit ain't gonna fucking work. Oh, that fucking stupid lasso. I honestly <laughs> fell asleep to where I don't know how they actually beat him and I don't care. But I knew that it was like, this is futile. Like, y'all are fucking dumb. And, um, I guess, what, Superman came back and saved the day or something. Oh. He cranked it. Superman, not hope. But um, I give it Buku throat punches, man. Right. Shit, <laughs> fuck that movie. I don't know. It's like, a whole combination. I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna give it seven throat punches. Damn. Damn. So I got three. Will be Likes. like three czars or whatever because the three is for the cinematography on certain parts where it looked beautiful, like the Batman when he was up in the fucking buildings and shit, and you could see down on the city. It reminded me of the video game that we played. And it looked fucking cool and stuff like that. There was a few scenes, of course, the everybody knows thing and all. And, you know, some of that. But um, I hate Batfleck. I think he's shit. I don't think he should be Batman. Fat man. <laughs> he looks stupid as fuck. I mean, pretty much, I didn't write. It's the so Flash was easy. cool. I like the Flash. He's one of my stars. All right. I like the Flash. I thought he was funny. He was a little goofy. Kind of a little comic relief when the rest of the movie was fucking bullshit. And um, <laughs> Bullshit. The third one will be Jason Momoa just because. I'm sorry. Uh, you know what? Y'all get to talk about women, how hot they are. I'm putting it out there. I, I, I enjoyed ogling Jason Momoa. So I'll put that out there. Bill, save this thing. Can you? Hmm? Can you save it? What'd you think? Ben Affleck is fine. Uh. And there was a guy whose name is Frank Miller. He wrote a Batman story called yeah. Dark Knight Returns Part 1 and Part fucking 2. And Ben Affleck's Batman looks just like that, which is bad the fuck ass. You need to change it a symbol and shit. Batman didn't ruin the movie. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, right. Wonder Woman, great cast, super hot. Yeah. Got to block a bunch of bullets with her shit. Like, how do you make her <clears throat> look cool when she's so old school, right? Like, look at Superman, Aquaman... 
and Wonder Woman. Those are three characters. If you told me I'm gonna make a movie about that, I'd be like, holy shit, you're gonna, you're not gonna be able to take this serious. Look, X Men kind of made it to where Rogue didn't have powers, because if she was like a super hot model flying around like Superman, beating people's ass, how do we even script that, right? Right, right. I feel like Justice League has a harder job than a lot of comic book movies do in trying to make these old classic ass characters work in a fucking movie and have it not be cheesy. So my hat is off to them. So you think they're trying not to make it cheesy? I'm just saying they have a harder job. We talk, Deadpool essentially is making an action movie with guns and swords, essentially. What they call like Daredevil, ground level hero to where it's not things from outer space threatening the entire world. It's just them stopping street crime. Um, Hulk is another character that is difficult to film. That's why in Avengers, oh, he disappeared and he showed up at the end because that's how we dealt with that. Too powerful. Trying to have a, a, a whole movie with all of these classic characters, I think that's just hard in itself. You're literally trying to make Wonder Woman cool right now. And that's tough. She's so classic. And I thought they did a good job with that. I thought they really good, did a good job. Um, I didn't give a shit because there was a certain part of, you had to get introduced to like five characters kind of at once. They, they could have made an entire film. See, Marvel has like 12 movies that are leading up to this Thanos stuff 15. going on. 15. So, <laughs> yes. <laughs> you have way more time for them to, like, Thor's first movie was the introduction and understanding of Thor. Right, where DC's trying Captain to go backwards. Captain America's movie, he had his own movie. You literally had a movie where three characters that weren't even here yet had to get introduced. When they and came it, together, you already they, knew. Dude. They literally created, found each member, created the Justice League, fought, and had a fight all in one movie. That's tough. Yeah. That's a lot. That's tough. And we I don't bitched think about that with Batman movie. versus Superman, and they do the same damn thing the next time. I, th- I thought that movie should have been called Superman 2. Yeah. And not Batman versus Two. Superman. But they're trying to keep the. Uh, Marvel comes out, and they got all these movies that are all leading up to this one thing. It's their new mo- the model of business. DC is like, well, we got to do it too. So they're kind of playing catch up. We'll make a, a two-hour trailer, and then we'll give you the solo movies later. You got Ben Affleck on probably a couple movies, and the guy that's playing Superman. So they got like a five-year window. Well, it's like this is the main characters in the universe. We're going to run that scene. Dude, I kind of hope they cancel the whole fucking thing. Just wash it. Like, I'll, I'll give it up. I'll be like, all right. I hear that. I mean, I'm not defending it like it's great. I just... Canceled. I thought they did the characters right. For what it's worth, they didn't. I was kind of like, okay, Superman's here, everything's fine, and I think that that comes to a personal not liking that character, just personally. But at the same time, having Batman, uh, any chance where he outsmarts Superman, him having Lois tucked away to make sure that's how he didn't die, and I thought that was cool. So fanfare wise, it's cool. They just the guy back there saying how this is gonna work. He got that right. The guy filming the movie just was as good as he's going to be. That's how I see it. They didn't make it to where Batman had a machine gun. They didn't mess up these characters. They also had uh, Green Lantern's ring. I don't know if you noticed yeah, that. You they showed that? that thing. and I, th- I thought they That's did the That's the only problem, right. though. Batman didn't really outthink Superman at all. The Flash came from the past and from the future in the first movie and told him Lois Lane's the key. So that's from Batman versus Superman. So yeah, cool. you that is future. cool. Yeah. But the fact of the matter is, okay, so the point in that situation is Batman made the decision to resurrect him, but 
he used that to help him live. If he didn't have that tool up his sleeve, it would have changed the circumstances. But it's not. That's just it. I think that that nodded to the character still. And in, in, in that sense, isn't it cool that that happened? That Flash was able to go back in time and tell Batman something. Like no. you reading a comic well, book. Yeah, I like the concept, cool. but I think that's they're my not. Point. They're not they making a good that movie. Part right. That's what I, that's all I'm saying. Yeah, how they get to those points is just weak and boring. The movie was not a great movie. It wasn't. It was way too much shit in one movie. Right. It was a lot. And it was like bam, 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 bam. Like it was too much. But I didn't go home and going, who the hell you didn't made this happen? Zack Wonder Snyder, Woman would never do asshole. that. <laughs> Wonder Woman right, did right. her thing. I got you. Batman did it stayed Batman true shit. To a comic book. All the characters in this movie stayed and were themselves. And that's all I'm saying. So I don't think that gives it a pass. I'm just saying, I'm like, I expected this movie to not be good. Right. I didn't expect the guy to be like Optimus Prime has lips. That's <laughs> just you, damn, you. that's bullshit on time. Uh, that so, makes sense. And they ended it with the Superman Flash race. So somewhere cool. back there was a guy going, people will like this, trying to make these characters work. All, and you know, you, the guy shooting Deadpool has to film like a super awesome action scene and write a bunch of funny shit with Ryan Reynolds, who's running that fucking show. Okay. It's not hard. You got to take the Justice League, introduce them, have them fight something, and have people... Oh, okay, yeah, sure, got it. Gotcha. No so fucking you, problem. You go, all right, at least That's you a made way a, harder job, a movie out of it. Yeah, you're you know? right. So I'm just cutting them slack. It wasn't great, but you got to admit, that first Superman movie with Kevin Costner as his dad when he came back and the new guy, I never related to Superman ever. But two things. One... When he was a little boy and his power started coming in and he started seeing through people's skin, freaks out, goes in the closet. And he's just like holding his heads, rocking back and forth. And his mom had to come get him. I was like, damn, I understand your isolation. That's the first time ever that I related to Superman. So my hat's off to that. And then the scene where Kevin Costner is so concerned that he doesn't want anyone to know his son Superman that he's like stops him from saving his fucking life. And he had to watch his dad die. I was like, that's fucking awesome. Right, went through something. He made him vulnerable. That was cool. And I, for the first time, connected with him. And I think them trying to go, all right, we got to like progress this like Marvel's doing. Unfortunately, now we got to go here and here with this franchise. But that first Superman movie was awesome to me. All right. You know, and I don't think Ben ruins the movie. No, you don't. Mayday, you don't like comic. That was coming from Billsbury's, like a right. comic book fan. Yeah. You don't like comic books or no. comic book movies. No. And you went and saw it. I can't wait to hear this glowing review. <laughs> so you're just reviewing this thing as a movie. You don't care about any yeah, I don't comic book characters or no. All right. No, it, it didn't really do it for me. All right. Well, what would you like about it? <laughs> what did I like about it? Uh, I did like that song in the beginning. I thought the first like 10, 15 minutes was really well done. And then it slowly started to deteriorate. You know what I mean? It just mm. fall apart. Uh, you know, I'm not a big fan of Gal Gadot. <laughs> she didn't really do it for me. I thought they used her. I mean, I knew they were going to use her a lot, but just when they did, they it didn't really feel like they did anything special. I thought the writing was really weak. They kept, like left a lot of loose ends. <clears throat> um, it just felt really like on a simpleton's kind of level. Like they had to explain a lot of shit, and they had to have a lot of like unnecessary dialogue, especially with uh, Affleck. It was like, dude, what the fuck? You know what I mean? Like we got this. Move on. Why are we even talking about this? Um, 
And then all in all, at towards the end, I got really antsy and kind of wanted to go. <laughs> 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 to be honest with you, kind around of got the boring. Superman ship, around right? the time Allie probably started, uh, yeah, oh yeah, that like in the field and all that with uh, with your girl. Which, by the way, Allie, you're right. That's a chick from the office. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. And then I also, it, I'm pretty sure she's also the chick from Talladega Nights, which I was fucking like, I know that woman. She can do better than that. That's better, <laughs> but. Uh, it didn't really do it for me. The All whole right. thing, the Superman scene thing, was like, wait, you got five dudes, you can't do this. Superman, you can't take that. Oh! And plus the guy, the gray guy with that thing on his head, with <laughs> wait, the fucking. I don't uh, know. Who are you talking about? The, the bad guy. The bad guy. Oh, okay. yeah, meaningless thing, bad guy. With that fucking. Time like, to get stepping <laughs> yeah, wolf. With that that horn thing that just falls out at the end, I was like, oh, this is so stupid. You like that? And they had Amber Heard, and they did nothing with her. Wait, who is this? That was one of the. Gladiator women. Dude, I thought I saw that fight. That was bitch. her. Yeah. yeah, dude, they tucked her away. I mean, didn't even show. Yeah, anything. they didn't make any point that it was her. Yeah. All right. Where's it end? Going to Mayday Mita. Ooh, I'll only give it a three. <laughs> <laughs> Me and Mayday, same story. Right, so you liked it? <laughs> I think you would have liked Thor better. <sighs> yeah, I mean, they had elements. I don't know, man. Uh, it sounds like both of those movies. I think are on the same kind of level. Both. I'm glad I got to see some shit, but they're not good movies. I mean, Thor and... Thor at least had a couple of funny parts. They're on the same level, but no, for real, they both on the same level. They kind of got the characters right, but it's it's a jokey... Think Batman... uh, Thing. All right, wait, let's go to the pro. I'm going to try to make this as quick as possible. Um, I'm just going to say this is the hardest movie that I've ever reviewed. Are why you is serious? It's very difficult. Oh, why? Quick as possible. No, the reason why is now I got a lot to say about it. I mean, <laughs> here we go. the uh, I sat there and I watched the movie, and a lot of my initial reaction to it was it was was a lot of heartbreak because I grew up with these characters. I love these characters, especially DC. And there were moments in the movie where I sat there and I was like, "Fuck, man! They should have just did this from the fucking beginning." And built it properly with this type of attitude. Uh, basically, real quick, I'm going to give you the good, the bad, and the you ugly. Gotta be quick. Come, be, give it to us. Here's the ugly. The ugly was the story, the villain, and the CGI. The CGI was fucking atrocious. <laughs> it was horrible. Horrible. The fucking villain looked... He looked like a bad Star Trek villain. Looked like the first Spawn movie. Dude... Worse than that, it looked like a PlayStation 1 fucking character. Yeah, good, That's good basically point. what it All looked right. like. Watching cutscenes every it, time he's in it. Television quality, CGI, horrible. And what pisses me off is I know that character. And they did no justice to it. Swinging no around with this goofy looking axe. Yeah, what was up with that? It was almost I as bad as the axe. lasso. <laughs> next thing that in the, next thing the ugly. CGI note. <laughs> next thing in the ugly, Batman and Superman's costumes. There's a scene where they come up and they pan up close on Superman's costume. The mesh is so pronounced. It looked like he was wearing fucking sequins. Like the costume looked like it was made out of sequins. The only thing I will at least say is at least we got a sky blue suit with a scarlet fucking cape instead of navy blue and a fucking maroon cape. I think that's what made it it look bad. More colorful. Yeah, see, I didn't want that. Like the way I wanted the black outfit. Like the way it's supposed to be. Well, it was supposed um, to be like that when they could only print three colors on, on a page. The the bad, um, Ben Affleck, and I don't blame Ben Affleck for his portrayal of Batman. To be honest with you, I like Ben Affleck as Batman. I think it's a great casting choice. 
Um, I don't think that anybody really yet has learned how to write Batman properly in a live-action feature. If you go back and watch the old Batman animated series, they understand the character perfectly. Um, I, I just don't like whoever's writing for Batman. I wish that they'd run him up the road, you know, as it's Zack Snyder. Uh, the movie, I could tell exactly what was written by Zack Snyder, and I could tell exactly what was written and filmed by Joss Whedon. Give us one um, Whedon scene. The Whedon scene is anytime you saw them interact together, um, where they were actually a lot more, there was a lot more natural kind of friendly dialogue between the characters. Right, right. You would never get that from a Zack Snyder movie. Um, I thought the characters is one of the good things. They interacted with each other very well. Um, the guy who played Cyborg plays this kind of like robotic machine. Dude, you got to be a fucking great actor to pull off. Uh, uh, to Just pull having off half your head. Something like that. No, no, I'm talking oh. about like playing this kind of like cool machine-like emotionless character. I mean, oh, dude, all he had to do was act like a robot. Dude, that's fucking tough. And that guy pulled no, it off he well. He's... He didn't really. <laughs> what was that? Same thing. <laughs> did the same thing. He didn't um, really, dude. He didn't. Yeah, but he's not. He doesn't act like a robot. He acts like a real person. But he's what I'm saying is, half and half. but what I'm saying is, I thought that that was a good portrayal. I, I thought the guy the was a good actor. Act. Oh really? I thought he was. I thought he. I thought he did well. Oh fuck! I was like, they must um, have just had cue cards for this guy. I, I thought the Flash was good. I thought the, the kid they the kid they picked to play him is great. Why are you I on mean, this though? Was Barry Allen supposed to act like that? Like I don't remember like, him being like that in the cartoon. He's more like Wally West than he is Barry Allen in that. They should have all had their own movie, but they yeah, didn't well, get that. They should have had a Flash movie. They should have had a Cyborg what, movie. That's right. what brings it back to all around. The scene that I enjoyed the most in the movie was at the very end of the credits, and it was like even more of like a punch to the fucking heart because I'm sitting there saying. This is what they should have did from the very beginning. What scene is that? Marvel was rolling. What scene is this? The, the scene when Lex Luthor meets Deathstroke the Terminator. That's, that's oh, shit. Like, I didn't see that at the end. That's at the very Me end neither. of the movie. Oh, wow. What? Yeah, dude, at the end what of the movie. What movie you went to? I went and saw Justice League, and I really? stayed until after the credits. Oh. So when I, after the race? After the race. That's a mid-credit scene. There's oh. a, as a credit at the very end of this movie where they go to, into the jail. So we missed and, the best part because we were ready to leave and the lights will came on? Will you let me fucking tell you what no, it is? I'm sorry, I'm upset. So, right so they, they're in a jail, and they are trying to round up all the inmates out of the jail. And they go to Lex Luthor's cell, and there's a bald-headed guy in the thing, and they keep telling him, come out of the cell, come out of the cell, get out. So they go up and they turn him around and it's just this fucking random guy just laughing maniacally. Well, they cut scene and there's this big, there's this big yacht. All right, thanks, Pickle. So there's this big yacht and this boat comes driving up to it and they show and it's Eisenberg as Lex Luthor. And he's sitting there just fucking chilling, and he's not all goofy and shit like he was in Batman he grew versus up in Superman. Prison. A little butt sex. He's sitting right. Little butt sex turns it around. You know that a couple of Italian hookers. You're ready to rock and roll. So moving a lot. So look, he's sitting there with the. <laughs> he's sitting there on the couch, and fucking Deathstroke the Terminator comes into the thing, and I mean, dude, looks like he walked off the page of the comics. Get the fuck out of here. Takes the fucking helmet off. I mean, dude, he's got the gray hair with the gray beard and the eye patch, and. Lex Luthor basically tells him, he says, the gods resurrected out of the ground. We got to even the playing field now. We're going to form the Legion of Doom. 
Oh, that's what should right. see. Been, they keep doing this. They keep. They should have did that from the very beginning because you look. DC fanboys can bust balls all day talking about how Thanos is a ripoff of Darkseid, which is Steppenwolf's boss. So you can talk that I think shit he all said day. Darkseid a couple of times, and in he the movie. said it in the movie. And you can talk all that shit you want as a fan, but the thing with it is, man, Marvel beat you to the fucking chase with the Thanos storyline. Warner Brothers should have came in and said, look, dude, if we go and do this, we're going to look be viewed as nothing but copycats. So Yeah, that's because y'all suckers, though, because you should just make your shit anyway. <laughs> yeah, so make Kyrie, your make shit. shit. So why don't we Mute go fuck, look, so why don't we go old school uh, since fucking nostalgia's big shit right now? Dude, bring it back to, like, the goddamn Super Friends. Form the Legion of Doom <laughs> and get all the fucking villains of those characters. The way I would have lined that shit up, suicide. Oh, no, then we're going to have a movie with introducing 15 more characters. Dude. Yeah, because that's what's going to happen. You're going to have one yeah. or two things. 15 movies that lead up to one kick-ass 15. movie, or one let's, movie that has 15 movies worth of bullshit 15. in it that has you Dude, talking like this again. Let's back it up, okay? So let's start from the very beginning. If we can. I'm, Time if machine's I'm planning, broke. If I'm planning DC's shit, and they come to me and they say, you have to make these movies, and this is the only way it's going to go. I'll make Man of Steel. I'm going to make, you know, do, I'll follow it to the same format, even though there's a lot of shit in that movie I disagree with. But I, I think that that is the best movie out of the run of what we've seen so far. I could see that. I would make the Lex Luthor character and the Deathstroke scene, I would have made that the end credit scene of that. Batman versus Superman, I would have played that whole different. That movie fucking sucked. And Suicide Squad, which even sucked even more than that movie. Between that shit right there, I would have immediately casted the fucking... I would have built the Legion of Doom characters from right there. DC does not need origin stories for these characters. They are the most universally known characters out of anything from comic shit. books. Iron Man was a fucking B-League fucking character. But they made a movie because they had to. Because nobody knew who he was. And they got Robert Downey Jr. And they got John Favreau. And they got a good team that had forward vision to put this shit together. So DC sitting over and saying, well, Chris Nolan made three Batman movies. Two of those movies are fucking fantastic. One of the actors actually got an Oscar. At this point, it's the highest grossing movie of all time. So we're going to stick with that formula. We want to kind of do something that's kind of more Nolan-esque, something that's more in Frank Miller. Let's get Zack Snyder. He directed Watchmen, even though the movie didn't do incredibly well. He's a very good that's visual guy. Up. And he could probably put this together. Bingo. They put all that shit together. <laughs> Zack Snyder comes in. Fucks it and dude, all up. Dude, fucks it all up. And Zack Snyder window shopped all of these fucking great scenes. And thanks, JB. That's his line. But he window shopped Frank Miller shit. Superman. He should have done that. He, he should have done he that. He should have did it. To, but the thing to take as is, much as he could he from it with Batman. He took pages out of those comic books, shoved them in a comic book, and, and that's threw good. But the what thing the fuck do you is, think they did with Thor? Here's the thing, though. Same thing. If you don't have good connective tissue to put that shit together, it fucking sucks. Great imagery is awesome, but without a good story, well, it's look garbage. At, look at what Batman did, the first uh, Nolan series. The first one, that was you learning about Batman. That was his life, his was trials, his coming You like the first Superman movie? What, are you talking about the... the With uh, Kevin Costner? Yeah, that one was good. Yeah, I, I liked I, it. Did you like that a, movie? Yeah, I liked it out of these. I think I it's the it was... best of the ones. Yeah. There's some shit in that movie that happened that I kind of disagree with. But, but with, with, after they established Batman, the rest of the movies, the next two, they did a lot of character development on the bad guy. 
Like, you got to know the Joker. Like, he was half of the movie. So when it gets to that climax, you see and you kind of understand these characters and you watch them play it out. And then they did it again with Bane. And then they throw the little curveball at you. But on on these movies, there is none. They're not... All right, they they took every character and they were like, oh, let's show Wonder Woman saving people. Let's show... That was the introduction of them just saving somebody in an action scene. And it didn't make you really care about any of them. Like, kind of like when uh, Ragnarok... They had to do it. When it explodes, you don't fucking care that a planet just explodes. But they had to do that. Because those three awesome Batman movies come out, you know, the number one, the Heath Ledger, and the Bane one. Those come out. When that's done, okay, story's over. That whole fucking... Bye bye, everybody shut it down and then go from there. Those three movies were the Iron Man's and all the shit. So that's why the Marvel shit's more connected. Cause you had three awesome Batman's movies like conclude. I just think something happens mentally. Like the cyborg story. That's a great fucking story. And if that was an origin story but movie, they gotta play at catch the, up. At the end of it, you would have cared about him. I don't know if but I would have saw a cyborg movie. Really? I Some, mean I, I will, but people might not. Right. And you're right about that, Bills. I mean, that's that's exactly it. The thing with it is, is you got to kind of pick properly. But Marvel came out with such a great formula to their movies. People are now going to go see that shit. I mean, dude, who the? F- I mean, I know you all don't like the character. I'm not talking about who likes what. I'm just talking about general shit. They built stuff so well with those first initial movies leading up to the Avengers. Their formula hit so well. It became musty. I mean, dude, Ant Man. You mean to tell Man, me a Ant-Man movie, was good. a movie about yeah. fucking Ant Man makes seven hundred million dollars, and it makes no difference whether you like Ant Man or not. It's just the fact is you have to kind of appreciate the fact that these guys have their shit together so well they can excite mundane movie. Well, I audiences. felt like I had to go watch Thor. That's yeah, why right. we went. Like, I didn't think it was going to be good, but I felt like I'm invested in this story. I got to exactly. go see it. And Allie has been right. Like, I get in this thing in the beginning of series to where I'm like, this is born. I want to turn it off. But those, that, those born parts that I think that I don't like sometimes, that's what makes the oh, yeah. end and the peaks good. And I don't think that's what Justice League doesn't have it. Like, they gave us the born parts about Superman, like, way late in the movie, where you're like, I'm, I wasn't ready for that. That could have been the beginning of the movie to me, is the death of Superman. I don't think it could have took any more time or any different... movie. Yeah, I mean, the they could have The death of Superman probably would have sold more than that Batman shit, yeah. or Superman. That shit should have came way later in the, in the series. Should have came way it later. According to books, I mean. No, but, but I'm talking even in their movie series. But I, I think mean, it takes time. Like that's the difference between movie and comic book and reading a book. You take time in your own head to reflect on things as you need to. In a movie, you don't have time to because it's on to the next one, on to the next scene. Oh, so the when they don't one. draw those moments out that you yeah. have time to start to have feelings, like I think that's I always know I can't remember somebody's name. And I feel a bond with a person once we went through something together, even if it's just doing the show for an hour. After that, you feel like I kind of, I already know that person. I have a, you know, a connection with them as opposed to just somebody you see out every once in a while. You talk to a couple of minutes. You go through something, you develop a relationship. So I think with these characters, you go through moments with them and you have experiences together. And that's what makes you have a bond with them. And when they don't do that and they just throw, here's a, it was almost like little trailers for each character. Now feel you know, have feelings for the superhero because you saw him save four people. And it was like, that's never what See, really drew us. It was they cool all when Aquaman sat on the, 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 the whip of truth 
That was a, like, that was the best hot. scene of the movie. That honestly. was awesome. That yeah, was that a was great cool. scene, and that was a very Thor like the scene. fanfare guy. That's this is how this would be, and this is how this would do, and this is how that guy was doing his fucking job. Yeah, maybe they don't like that. that there whip. were a lot of scenes. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? There there were a lot of scenes in that movie, and it, this is like a, a, the review. It's crazy. I thought Thor. I think this movie sucked, but I liked it better than I liked Thor three. Me and, too. And the reason why I liked it more is the fact that even though it's in this shit fest of CGI and bad storytelling, there's these little moments where the characters start interacting with one another, and I sit there and I look at it and I'm like, <laughs> man, this is the way they should have been fucking put together since the beginning. I mean, dude, the death of Superman and Batman versus Superman is the biggest fucking insult slap in the face to a movie viewer. And the reason why is because they build Man of Steel to where he's this controversial kind of character that a lot of people hate and a lot of people love. But then at the end of the movie, when they kill him off finally, you don't see that anymore. All of a sudden, they're holding candlelight vigils for this motherfucker. That's what always Even happens. Even though a lot of yeah, people hate him. Everybody's a but, big fan then. But, dude, it's so... But it's dumb, though. It's dumb. You're talking about a character that is supposed to exemplify something better. He's more human than we are. Yeah, but you're also talking about this other measuring stick that you ain't addressing, which is the timeline. Good storytelling is what I'm addressing. Uh, I I was hoping they were going to have like a Superman army where people who believed in Superman kind of broke off from society and started their own almost cult, (laughs) like uh, like the Christians. Like he's coming back. Superman worshippers, yeah. and then they Well, that's what they did in in Dark Knight with Frank Miller. What happens is, is that there's a big gang that's called the Mutants that have taken over God them and batman sits there and he says well look they're kind of like this tribal kind of thing i'm gonna go beat the fuck out of the leader so he goes and beats his ass and beats him down and then what ends up happening is all the mutants they say well fuck it we're not mutants anymore they all paint bats on their faces and they end up becoming batman's army to yeah. fucking like deal so with so many great stories in comic yeah books. man i mean that's what i'm it's saying the best story and they have so many. You know what? There's a lot of comic books that'll never get talked about and that'll never make it to a movie. because. But just the sheer amount of comic books that have had a lot of good runs with good stories and good writers and shit, they can make movies endless. And it's just, I guess that's what's a shame when I see this, a great story, great characters, incredible budget, and then they go we and make something We lucky we got like Logan. So, because Logan was the one. So here's yeah. your numbers, okay? Just to throw these out real quick. Thor made $122 million for an opening weekend, which is fucking tremendous. This is the lowest grossing movie out of this set that are connected together. Man of Steel, Batman vs. Superman, Wonder Woman, Suicide Squad, Justice League. This is the lowest gross. They were hoping for $120 million. They had a really good Thursday night. It didn't gross as much as Thor but it grossed as more than Wonder Woman. So they're sitting there, and they're like, okay, fucking cool. We might do pretty good this weekend. We might hit the mark. I follow up with the news a lot because we do the show. Every day that went by, they started lowering the expectations more and more. This thing didn't even break $100 million on the opening weekend, and they're even saying that it might not even outgross Wonder Woman. So you mean to tell me the two most popular characters in the history of fucking comic books... Superman and Batman, you can't make this shit work. The power of Zack Snyder. Zack Snyder has fucked this fucking thing up. 
and Joss Whedon was polishing a turd. I don't even blame him for any of this shit. They sent him in to polish a turd. This thing was a piece of shit, so he came in and said, all right, look, I see what you're dealing with. It's a piece of shit. You want to lighten the tone up a little bit. The only thing that I can (laughs) save out of this thing, the only thing I can save out of this thing, so to speak, is have these characters interact with each other a little better and give them a little bit more heart. And you can definitely tell what's his. Have you seen a lot of Zack Snyder movies, which I have? And if you've seen the, the the Joss Whedon Marvel movies, I can sit there and you go see it with me again, which, I, you know, what, I don't want to see that again. But, I mean, if I sit there and I watch Aquaman it. Aquaman was badass, though. I mean, but I sit there and look at that shit. I can yeah. point out to you, Joss Whedon, Zack Snyder, Joss Whedon, awesome. Zack Snyder. Yeah. So, I, I, I think Momoa, I think Momoa did, um, he, he pretty much was exactly what I expected. Um, the only thing that he didn't do is is that there's not a buckle store in Norway for him to buy an affliction shirt and bedazzle jeans. Oh, he but, would never wear that. But he pretty much, that character would. But I mean, but, you know, I mean, dude, he did, the guys have got a presence, man. I mean, he, he, he's got a presence. And that scene that Bill's brought up, the lasso scene. Was was fucking great. That was Every such a great scene. Every scene with him in it was awesome, really, because um, Aquaman is one of these characters that is kind of like somewhere down this long list of who gives a shit right. about trying to pull this off. Again, Tony Stark. If you make a movie about Tony Stark, all I got to do is film Robert Downey Jr. in a badass suit for half of it. Like, we can do this. You're trying to make Aquaman not stupid. Right. You're trying to make Wonder Woman not stupid and Superman. So it's like, how good did you think it could be? Well, I thought it was good. Oh, I, I, oh whoa, whoa, whoa. Good like, point. Now I hate it more. I didn't expect, I didn't expect this movie to be good I'm at all. I'm saying, yeah. I was, I, okay, I'm just, I had a point in my life where I changed my rage. Alien versus Predator. First AVP I looked forward to so much because I played all the games when I was little. It was like 10 years into making this movie. I had the Predator. Uh, arm countdown for when the movie came out and everything and I went to the movies and it took a shit on me and I raged I raged hard but I see what DC's I see where they're at and I kind of feel like unless I get like a solo Ben F Ben, uh, ben Affleck Batman movie what we're looking at is they're going to keep getting bigger and having this crazy shit he's talking so, I mean, that hey, he's out and and I, I really cool. believe that I think he's going to quit because he's been on the fence and has been kind of alluding to that if this movie would have blown the doors off monetarily this weekend, I think he would have stayed. But with this thing, I think he wants to start distancing himself. I'm hoping that Matt Reeves, who's Y'all directing... Y'all better hope he don't, because it's, it's going to fuck everything up yeah. if you try to do this future shit with all these characters and Ben Affleck's replaced by some guy. Oh, it, no. the, Shut it down. Unless they even go shut older. it down. Well, I think it's going to shut itself down, man, because the money's not there like they want it to be. I mean, that's the that's what it all comes man, down to is the all powerful good. dollar, you know. Mm. But um, but you know, ultimately, Matt Reeves is supposed to do another Batman movie. Um, he's trying to a- angle to do a Batman trilogy similar to Christopher Nolan. Um, With who? Uh, I don't know. It's, allegedly, right now, Ben Affleck, but we'll see where it goes. They better um, hope. You know what? The, you uh, tell but, me about that end scene. Oh, but what I'm ahead. but what I'm saying is, is that with this Batman movie, I hope finally somebody has the sense to come in and say, okay, well, look, we're gonna make a Batman movie where he's like a fucking detective. They get the the Crusader part down perfectly, but they forget the fact that he's a fucking detective, and that part what? of his person, fucking a dude, 
DC stands for Detective Comics. Detective cool. Comics is Superman where Superman ain't no fucking detective, though. But what I'm saying is, but hold on. What I'm saying is, but is that Batman? No, I mean, wait, 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 wait. This took, this started from you saying they forgot Batman's a detective. I mean, they have to film five different heroes. You had to basically hint. Bill, that there isn't a dude... movie yet that's got it though. Not one yet. Uh, I mean, he tracked you, you down talking, all. Bring he, back. Who Street tracked? Level. Who tracked down the fucking league? Uh, the league. The Batman re- did. Batman Batman's did. the one that found every individual member and connected them. And he had point. to detect them he had to, get to do that. What I'm saying is is that he's the greatest. His superpower is, you know, what's your superpower? I'm rich. No, yeah, it's not. Right? It's his fucking <laughs> That's mind. That's like Sherlock That's Holmes. He's the most tactical fucking mind. It, it, he's, he's 12 steps ahead of you. And the thing with it is, is I would like to see yeah. them make a movie that focuses on his tactical right, I fucking Batman mind. Been better, yeah. He's good at it. So but have that's exactly that shit, what he but. did, though, if you think about it. Okay? That's exactly what he did in the movie. Some shit's going on. Fuck. We can't fight this shit. All right. I think I've been studying your tech. I'm not sure how this works, but I believe we can resurrect Superman. Like, literally solved that. That's true. Then brought the people and made sure Lois was there just to make sure he well, didn't kill everybody. Yeah, well, he had the so, ace, I mean, he had the ace in the hole because the Flash told yeah. him Lois Lane's the key. Sure. Hey, yeah, hey, sure. You're keep right. that in my vest pocket. You that, know what I mean? That's awesome. But if you think Flash telling Batman Lois is the key totally gets rid of the fact that he found all the fucking people, researched the mysterious power, and realized he could do this and set it all up, I think that's ridiculous. Yeah, like, but that well, doesn't mean I he's think Chris not is talking about bringing it more ground level. Like my idea for a Batman movie. Well, not that's that, just the tone of a my movie. My idea would be Robin's dead, and Batman doesn't. Um, he doesn't know who it is, and the whole movie is him almost like Seven, him following clues and trying to find this killer, and then it ends with the Joker coming out and them having this, and you don't even see the Joker the whole movie. The whole movie is building the anticipation of who killed Robin, and at the end you get your cool. big reveal. Talk about a solo like a Batman movie. Base. Cool. Right. But if you got to fucking explain well, why Cyborg yeah, used to right? be a f- all-star no, football he ain't talk- player. No, he's saying scrap this I'm and talk- go back. No, no, I'm talking about Batman going into a solo movie. When they move forward, well, with yeah, doing, I mean, if they do this Batman trilogy... Look, man, they've got the crucible. Look, the Nolan thing did it beautifully, where he sat there and, like, in the beginning of Batman Begins, he becomes a criminal so he can learn their yeah, psychology. Yeah, a solo Batman and movie. And he does all... And yeah. that's but this what I'm is ta- not... We're watching the tail end of about. Superman's movie, though. Uh, Batman versus... Eh, look, guess that's a this good new point. Superman dude is the guy. That's fucking uh, Tom Brady right now. This is the rebirth of what's going on. That new Superman movie cha- reinvented the tone after Nolan's movies. So now we go, okay, what do we do now? Everybody's digging it. This is awesome. All right, uh, this. And then we got to hurry up and do League of Legends. They're just trying to keep pace. Yeah, I so, wish well, no, and I agree dead, with you. That just and, is and, what it is. And that's the thing. They're trying to keep pace, but the thing with it is their execution's not good. So, it's so be just it. Not good. So be it. But see if that's what's happening. So if it were, if if I went and saw a solo Ben Affleck movie and they fucked my character up, we'd be having a different conversation. But that dude so, found all the Justice League through his own research and figured out how to fucking resurrect Superman, the only thing that would fucking save people from dying. So just for the record, Batman did exactly what Batman does. Yeah, in that well, I mean, because Wonder, Wonder Woman I told mean, him... Wonder Woman, like they gave him all the clues. Yeah, he put it together because he was the had Dude, the force of personality to put it together. You're saying that but... you need to see like eight minutes B-roll footage of Batman going hmm, no, and I don't doing want... stuff. No, nope. he did all that. 
I want to see a good movie. That's what I cool. want to see. But and I want see, to see. I want to see a good movie too, but that doesn't justify. <laughs> the Justice fact. League. I'm just saying that there's no way in this movie you can say they left his detective element out of it in this movie. I they think, didn't. I think the problem with it is, is that, and I think we're missing the point with each other here. What I'm saying is, is that they get his psychology and his crusader. You're talking portions. about another movie. I'm talking about in general. Okay, about, you're not talking about this I'm movie. I'm not talking about this oh. movie. I'm talking about Batman in general. Look, mm. look, Tim Burton's Batman. Dick. Uh, Tim Burton's Batman, Chris Nolan's Batman, any fucking Batman that you've ever seen in a live-action movie. What I'm talking about is, is that all of these okay. directors Question. bring together... Wait, just hold on. They bring together... <laughs> The character psychology, and they bring together the Dark Crusader thing very well. But I would like to see future stories that focus on his tactical mind. And I, and like you said, I want to see some shit like Seven. I want to see him yeah. to where like he's in a position see, you like Morgan see Freeman's character. You want DC yeah. movies to be as good as Logan. Yeah. That's well, what you want. Yeah, well, Logan's awesome. a whole Logan's a whole different. Yeah, movie, it's though. a good movie. It's a great movie. It's it's not a yeah, good movie. I know exactly it's a what you mean. Great exactly. Movie. They told but, a real story, which because uh, they didn't. It wasn't movie. okay. Thor was nowhere in the near of Ana Logan either. No, but the no. difference is Logan got to be this solo movie. We don't care about the fucking end. We're not making eight movies. This is it. You, Jackman, Patrick Stewart. We got one shot. Blah blah blah. We're making this one movie. People trying to keep up with a fucking story arc, introducing five characters, introducing the Justice League, giving them a reason. Oh, to I'm not disagreeing. Like, I, think we totally, got, I, I think we've got lost in the conversation right? with each other no, here. I think that's kind of what happened. Yeah, we're still on the same page. Yeah, I mean... No, what I what I was trying to say is is moving forward, but I mean, I, I, there's no need to repeat it. I mean, I'm just saying. Wanna talk, I wanna, I wanna you want to talk about the next movie, and you want to see this... I want to talk about a Batman trilogy where it. How do you feel about all the Batman movies? Do you think that the one with uh, <laughs> with Poison Ivy was better than this shit? Because oh, I don't. No, no, all no, right, dude, bam, that's no. one off the fucking list. No. What about the one with Riddler and Kilmer? No, no that's that two off the list. So there you go. I mean, and, hey, my, and that's my point. What hey. I'm telling you is, is none of these movies have really caught what I mean. I want to see out of the character. The only thing I get to, if you want to know fucking Batman. Watch the animated yeah, series. Well, Christopher Nolan's the, amazing the, director, and he just happened to make some superhero movies. And I think James Gunn is an amazing talent. He just oh, happened yeah. to be making some mm-hmm. superhero movies. I don't think superheroes and superhero movies are necessarily good or bad, but it, it's like a genre all into itself. There's yeah. good and bad action movies. Yeah. There's good and bad horror movies. Like no doubt. There's good and bad directors yeah. in each genre. So... There's you the know. good that the fans, like, I'm glad this went like that, even though it's not a great movie. And then there's the just... Movie fans. Good. I don't like this comic at all, but that movie was good. Yeah, I still, right. out you know? to this day, go, I like to watch comic book movies no matter how bad they are because it's cool yeah. for me to see a comic book character in real life and with the CGI now, even if it's as bad as it is with uh, Steppenwolf, it's still cool to me like mm-hmm. to see. Oh, God, the but Steppenwolf thing. It doesn't make them good movies, and I can understand where Mayday, who's not a fan of comic book, goes, that's a shit movie. Like, You're right. Yeah, it, it was a shit, shit movie. movie, but it was still kind of good to comic book fans <laughs> like you that go... Hey, at least they did my character. Christian right. Bale's Batman voice sucked. And I like when that, he said, and that falls we into get the to good. Steppenwolf. Let me tell you, that falls into the good. When I'm sitting there watching the movie and Wonder Woman's telling the story about how all the ancient armies went to try to kick the shit out of Steppenwolf, and I see Green Lanterns with like big green fucking hands right, punching the alien shit. You saw, ring, you like, saw the guy die in the ring go? Yeah, that, yeah. yeah, I mean, dude. It was like, awesome. That was awesome. That was a cool scene. The race scene and the, and the end credit scene, the mid credit scene. That was cool. That's directly from the comics. Some of the other, like some of those little Easter egg moments I saw was like, 
fuck, man. I wish they would have fucking just built this properly from the beginning. Right. You know, but it's exactly what Bill said. The thing with it is, is that they were trying Superman to keep popped off. They were trying to keep pace with Marvel. And the thing with it is, is that they rushed. I think another thing that fucked them also is, is that they sat there and they said, okay, look, Christopher Nolan made three really good Batman movies. We want to try to translate that into another series of movies that feature all the heroes. Christopher Nolan's Batman universe does not work with superheroes in it. It's no, a grounded, right. ground-level Batman movie. Yeah, that was really it's cool Daredevil. when he did the thing with, uh, with uh, Scarecrow. So that movie was kind of like a little more on the believable side, right? Well, Not quite it. as over the top, but when he sprayed him with the uh, his own poison and Batman turned into it, I think. Yeah, dude. It was he, like, oh, he's hallucinating, but that gives you a reason to shoot this ridiculous To scene. do some cool looking shit. And that was shit. awesome. Yeah, I, I mean, really he went cool. with mock realism. And I, and I think that's the other thing also is that, you know... <sighs> Yeah, Bale's uh, <laughs> voice was good in the first movie, and then something happened in between the first movie and the second movie. Yeah, well, Ben Affleck's movie. I don't know got this thing that happened. just makes his voice sound super awesome when Yeah, he but talks. he whispers all the time. Yeah, but I mean... As Batman? You know, yeah, even when he's out Damn, in the I'm suit, he's still kind of talking like that. Better than this. <laughs> I know. When it comes to villains in general, though, and talking about villains in comic book movies... I think there's only three villains that like really are great in the history of comic book movies, like 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 film like. villains. Not not in comics. That shit's phenomenal. But I mean, Heath Ledger's Joker, Terrence Stamp's General Zod from Superman Two, Richard Donner from like eighty or seventy nine, huh? and uh, Gene Hackman's pr- portrayal of Lex Luthor in the first movie. I think those are the top three comic book villains. Really They're great. Fuck you, man. Dude. Tom Hardy and Purple Man from uh, Jessica Jones series. That's that TV. Was- I'm oh, talking shit. movies, dude. I'm talking movies. It's Netflix. Look. It's damn near movie. As far as Purple Man is concerned, you want to break it down into television, like like live gotta, action media. Gotta... One of the greatest villains, Wilson Fisk from episode uh, from uh, season one of Daredevil. Yeah, oh, that was yeah. fucking amazing, too. man. I mean, right. dude, damn, yeah, so, Kingpin, yeah. fucking right, dude. It was phenomenal. But um, Jack Nicholson, just gotta say it. Well, I, I give an, I give an honorable mention to Jack, and the only reason why I kind of I, I put the other three yeah, above a, yeah. is he played himself. Well, in he Joker played in makeup. a Tim Burton movie. That's hard to to do. No, Holy he shit. was the first dude that was like, "We're gonna try to make this look real." I don't know, dude. You know Terrence Stamp, crazy. Terrence Stamp is General Zod, dude, and fucking Superman. Really, you like them? I always Fuck hated them, yeah, but I dude. thought I was supposed the to. The villains Superman were movies? oh, dude. They actually villains, made villains man. I didn't watch like. them again. <laughs> I do. Oh, they although they don't hold up in terms of they don't hold up in terms of special effects and shit. But Mm -hmm. dude, as far as being true to those fucking books, spot on. Orson Welles, spot the fuck on. Who? Orson Welles played the voice of Unicron. Who's a Transformers animated Transformers? Oh, really? And it was the last thing he did before he died. That's pretty gangster. You know, and, and, is that you, the one with the head floating head monsters with the? Mm, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the one with the with the quintessence, the yeah. the head, yeah, yeah guilty, That's not innocent, this one? right? No. Um, what he's talking about is in Orson Welles' last interview that he gave about that movie. They said, what do you think about doing the voice of Unicron in Transformers? He said, I really had no idea what it's about, but I think it's about toys attacking other toys. <laughs> he so, did it. Yeah. He did the role. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He played the role. Dude, he played the role. All Tom grades. Well, man, dude, thank y'all for fucking helping us review this thing. It I was a spirited a argument. Job. So yeah, man. Uh, well, not even an argument, a spirited conversation. More, I was kind of no, hoping it'd be more of an argument. <laughs> it was an argument to you. Oh yeah, 
yeah. And you were going to win Fuck that yeah. shit. That competitive edge just... came out. I'll beat this old man into submission. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't like being on the show with Cheese that one time. I'm like, who can I get older than Cheese? Uh, the, oh, uh, man, the immortal that was ridiculous. One. <laughs> <Yeah>. Uncle Cheese. <laughs> yeah. Grandpa Cheese. Cheese cheddar. I don't know if y'all staying <laughs> or going. It's up to y'all. We're going to go to break, though. Check, make sure you check out Billsbury. My favorite place to check them out is on SoundCloud, Billsbury Flowboy. And you're on YouTube. He's everywhere, man. Hit check me up on uh, Dragon Ball Z. Uh, this fighting game is coming out in February. If you want to play that with me, I'll be on PSN on Billsbury Flow. And you can hit me up. Nice. That's your game attack? Yeah. Sweet. The Elder, you can check them out every week. They record on Monday now. Not sure when they're going to upload, but ppvguys.com. I'm sure they're going to break this movie down. Can't wait to see what the Ginger yeah, we're doing and that JB. To, that's going to be our next episode. We're going to do a breakdown. Uh, Gary's going to come on with us and do the show. So, yeah, it should be pretty Gary awesome. Gary Rucker. Gary Rucker. All right, nice. Mother Rucker. Gary Rucker, Mother Did You can also check out Chris Tyree with the Jukebox Heroes. Yep. They're going to be in Baton Rouge a lot, so if you're out that way. Yeah, we'll see how you guys are listening. Check out Mute Mind over on Facebook. You can give us a thumbs up. We're kind of slowly posting a couple little things, but we're going to be kicking in high gear here soon. So, If you like to listen to audio plays. Audio play. Science fiction audio play. Yep. Good deal. This has been Not Real Radio 95. When we come back, we're going to talk about some shit with Mayday. All right. You're listening to Not Real Radio. Time, weather, and... Not real music. Not real news. Not real guests. Not real reviews. Subscribe to one of the many ways you can listen. SoundCloud. iTunes. Stitcher. Google Play Music. YouTube. Or your favorite podcast app. Listen live Sunday nights at 8 p.m. on MixLR. Or just visit notrealradio.com. Where you can buy a t-shirt. Make a donation. Transcending radio. One show at a time. Not real music. Not real news. Not real guests. Not real reviews. Thank you for listening. Notrealradio.com. Not real movie news. My name's Chris. My name is Scott. JP4. Hey, man, everything worked out pretty good, dude. You know, I just wanted to make sure that they were fucking paying attention this week, and they paid attention. They realized that we didn't send anything to them, so they <laughs> didn't forget us. It's good. So okay. we elevated back up to primary news status on Not wow. Real Radio. We're no longer an extra anymore. In so fact, I even received a phone call. Asking if they were if they were mad. Yeah, to be honest with you, dude, I was quite fucking Tough upset. Love. Tough love. Quite, okay. quite fucking upset that they that they left us out of our... Uh, they play us on the fucking breaks now, which oh, everybody just kind of sits there and they, they either skip through that or, you know, they go outside and... Smoke cigarettes. Fucking smoke a cigarette, you know, or, you know, take a shower or do whatever, and there it is, you know? I, I was thinking we'd have to change it to the czar report, but... Uh, oh, there it is. Hey, fuck, man, you know. Whatever. So let, Whatever. let's go ahead. We're, we're in the Friday. So look, let's NBC throw some, let's throw some news out, and we'll see if it actually gets played. All okay. Right. So uh, Scott, what you got, man? Lord of the Rings, the TV show coming to Amazon near you. That's right. They're doing a, a Lord of the Rings TV show. It's I think it's going to be a prequel, and uh, Amazon is putting it on there. That's their good service. news for Czar, man. He loves hobbits. Well, there you go. You look so excited. It looks like your head's on fire. Yeah, it is. There you go, man. The All fire. right, JB, what you got, buddy? Uh, Ryan Johnson has been announced as the director of the first of a trilogy and the executive producer for all three, a new Star Wars trilogy. 
no one knows if it's going to be the Old Republic or if it's going to be an expansion on uh, 789, but we know that he's in and Disney really likes Ryan Johnson. So I'll let you know on December 15th if I think this is a great idea. If The Last Jedi knocks it out of the fucking park, then I'll be really happy that Ryan Johnson was given trilogy unless it makes blade runner money a new trilogy yeah (laughs) star wars ain't making blade runner money anytime soon that's for sure all right well look we appreciate you guys listening make sure to check out not real radio popcorn piss and vinegar and scary thoughts over on itunes we'd appreciate you if you would subscribe leave us five stars five stars five stars five stars five stars thanks for listening and zine
see me there like hey billy hey billy hey billy hey billy yeah tell him i'm busy at the moment playing street fighter zoning but when my ryu's finished zoning then i'll be right there that's intelligence you try to keep it relevant i'm on my way to level 10 my king will beat your devil chin if i smoke pot you're the kettle then like run dmc and aerosmith or the deftones on some metal shit so what's a boss when compared to an evil nemesis i play this rap game like i bought that bitch on genesis with <laughs> We're back. Not real radio. Ninety-five continues. Well, that was spirited. Y'all busting our balls on PVV, guys. I heard a little bit. Yeah, well, we're played on the break now, you know. So that's what happens when I run out of break music and I keep forgetting playing PVV. I'm like, wait, there's one, two birds. I only got this one PPV rock. I pissed on them both. Well, there's some conversations about PPV right now. What we're thinking about doing is is actually going more with guests like you guys do, kind of similar to that. So, really, y'all running out of things to say? Nah, I mean, I think the oh thing with it is, man, is we're constantly we're constantly kind of reinventing what we do. You know, I mean, I think we find some good formats. The topic stuff's worked out really good, and um, I think the show's worked out better. Um, I thought the show that Chad came on was great. I mean, and I, I kind of like just laying back and kind of like instead of just being this kind of news ticker thing we can kind of stay current and get more opinion-based stuff and kind of drill down on shit you know yeah. so totally understand and then you'll look forward to the shows you don't have guests it's yeah. kind of weird once you do that all the time then you're like man i kind of wish it was just us I, honestly i mean look I, I i enjoy coming on the show and i enjoy listening to other people on the show uh, bills and you know, I mean, and, and Cheese and Justin, I like hearing all the people coming on, but uh, I think some of y'all's best shows, man, is when y'all are, y'all are flying solo. I think it gives y'all a chance to kind of really lay back. Y'all talk to each other. Mayday's in the mic more. I mean, it's a... It's you good. know what he means? All it's good shit. Out. So... Do you know what he means? Do I know what he means? I know he's a no good motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> For clipping that thing up like that, huh? 
man. Well, I can't I wait know, to look, listen back to everybody's see what y'all on, Look, everybody is on your ass all the time, but that's the motherfucker right there. <laughs> Thank you. That's what I've been fucking telling people. Hodge buying his little machines yeah. over there. I'll yell at Zara Tome and be like, you're playing this fucking bullshit music behind me. He's like, dude, I'm not playing shit. That's Mayday. I'm like, I know, but it's still, I'm still mad at you. <laughs> it's fucked up. Well, I hey, look, you like that, huh? I love it's you. Fun. Look, Nobody I, blames the orangutan. Like, I, like I love you. There's nothing, there's nothing you can do that'll make me mad except when you turn my mic off. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you were ruining the clip, man. We spent time on that. <laughs> yeah. Spent a lot of time clipping that shit up to make it sound the way you want to. Let's do some local entertainment news this week. The return of DP. That's right. DP's coming back. Back to Southport Hall, Southport South Hall with Head PE. Keep it dirty. They're gonna blow Head PE out of the water. <laughs> they got a new logo up on the Facebook. That it, show's gonna be December sixth, by the way. And that's the uh, Rincon Brothers with them now, huh? Yeah, they're getting uh, they're what getting a, hardcore now. Dude, I like made him a real flashy logo. I thought it looked cool and pro. And he's like, oh, looking for something angrier. So I took a picture of Miguel, and then I, <laughs> I did some work to that. So that should be debuting soon. The new DP logo with the the happy Miguel, I call it. I've been knowing. I, it's I think back in time, man, with the Rincons and how long I I never really knew them. I mean, I, I remember them back from the early 90s, but I never knew them back then, but I knew who they were. And, man, dude, God, man, John just fucking smokes, man. He is phenomenal. And he's got kind of a similar style to David. Like I, I think groove. he's a he's a great – I mean, both of them, I think, is a, is a great, great moving forward, man. I mean, that that's a, a – a plus choice. Yeah, great. I've always been a DP fan for the first time I heard him. It's and different. then I wasn't the first time I met Cheese. And then I was again after I learned to love Cheese. <laughs> we went through some things together. I'm like, all right, man. It's no longer yeah. lactose intolerant. <laughs> Who, See, cheese? I made a digestion joke. Uh, no, you. Uh, all right. At first you were intolerant, and now you like it. Yeah, right. <laughs> there we go. Now I got mad respect for all those cats, man. I mean, they, they, dude, they're fucking... I mean, they, they, Cheese tidbits. I mean, look, man, they, they try to put it together, and I mean, I understand the emotional struggle. No, I mean, I wasn't as close to David as they were, but I mean, he and I were in a band together, you know, and I mean, he, David was a super cool guy, and I mean, I know how close he and Cheese were, and that's, it's good to see them now. It seems like this is the right thing to get them moving Like a forward. reinvention. It's a good fit. It's, it, and it it's, it's a good reinvention that seems like it's a great idea. It was like Cheese was kind of going through the motions before. You know, he wanted to do it, you know, and kind of express himself and but get his shit out there. But it wasn't that anymore. I don't think he had felt the like right... like an act. Yeah, he, I, I, well, I don't think it was so much an act. I think he wanted to move forward, but I don't think he had the right team. And I think now he's got the right team. And that, yeah. that's awesome, man. It's good to see him put that back together. It's great shit. We will see no, December 6th at Southport Hall. Southport Hall. All I know is I feel bad for Head PE because besides namesake, DP is going to blow them out the fucking water. I'll make that prediction. Zomster Damas, often right. More than wrong. I know one Head PE song. And I mean. What song is it? Bartender. Yeah, bartender is like the yeah. only one is I know. that one? Hey, bartender. I drove my car. <laughs> no, there's like 20 fucking songs called Bartender with people. Uh, and I got, always have somebody coming up to me and asking Justin and I, hey, can you play this song Bartender? And they normally mean the one by Rehab. Yeah, that's but, what I'll uh, say when you throw the keys yeah, in that, my that's fucking the, car. Right, and they want us to play that song all the time. But, oh, yeah. but there's like 20 songs that are named fucking Bartender. I'm like, which one? Which one do you want to hear? Because we don't know any of them, but I'm just curious. 
Cerebral so. Drama got a new logo. Looks like a nutsack with two mouths by it. It's kind of <laughs> odd. Oh, dude, see that. come on. It's a see brain. That that's just turtle coming out of his shell, man. Oh. <laughs> yeah, that oh. bet that's what it would look like. We got a message from Levi that he was leaving Facebook, and now he already put a... You know, a very racist comment. If he wasn't black, he would have been unfriended by people. But already on he Facebook, he's back already. So he left. But his announcement also was that Kane Resurrection signed to like a management company. It's called Extreme Management Extreme Group. Management, yeah. And by the name, I have to guess, they came out sometimes maybe in the 90s. Just throwing that out there. Yep. I don't so, know. I don't know. Kind of good news from them. I don't know what that means. I think it means that a management, I think, helps you to, like, put you at places here. We're going to book you here. We're going to handle all your booking and stuff. Do some Which, road shows. Yeah, and usually, even if you have a shitty manager, usually it's better than not having one because they will put you. They will definitely keep you working. So if you want to play, that's a good way I to go. I always heard the key to a good band is a manager that is surviving off of booking bands. Because right. you have to make money because they only make money if you if make you money. Do, exactly. So if you get a manager who's got like a Coke problem and, <laughs> you know, it's probably a good thing. It's just going to get expensive <laughs> and you're going to be playing some good okay, shows. Okay, well, never mind. But, yeah, so. And cool news though, right? Well, those dudes, I wonder if I mean, they're going to give them a wardrobe change or something. Like, hey, we'll like sign you, but you got to do something yeah. about them outfits. They're the perfect <laughs> band to do that around here. I'm not trying to say this, but the Absence Project kind of tried to do that, I think. You put them on it's the a, same field. It's a similar style of music. But you know what? I think these yeah, guys... Yeah, but Richard was pretty cute with their cutoff <laughs> shirt. Look, they, were, they did a good... They did flawless. You know, the music was flawless. They were exactly what you would want. But Kane and these guys get along really good, and they have different lifestyles, I guess. And it's just... This is perfect for them, I feel. Like, these dudes are like, all right, we can do this, and we're going to go off and do it. They don't have all kind of other shit going on in their lives that's preventing them from doing it. So it's really cool, man. I'm glad to see it. I'm a I'm a huge Mike Prado fan. So, oh, yeah, Prado yeah. does shit. Fuck Prado, <laughs> Prado does, uh, fuck, dude, Prado does a lot of work for me, man. You know what I mean? I'm just... Not anymore. Cool dude. No, fuck, no. He's getting ready to do a big job here soon. So. Uh, you think so? I just read the fucking Facebook. You ain't doing shit, Jack. Boy, I got thing place to go. Yeah, that's <laughs> some beautiful work. You see that shit on Facebook? Also, coming up at Southport Hall, Southport Hall, this Wednesday night. No, bullshit. What? It's time for Out with Allie. This week, out with Allie. Thriller. <laughs> we need some Michael Jackson, man. You got anything? Anything? God damn it, he had that loud enough. Fuck, he was trying to go up and over you. Elder took off his headphones like that was going to help. I'm like, no, nah, right. it's happening. It's happening. November 22nd at Southport Hall. Southport Hall. Favorite albums Hall. live presents Thriller versus Bad. <laughs> Come celebrate the 35th anniversary of Thriller and the 30th anniversary of Bad as we try to help settle the debate of which is the better Michael Jackson album, Thriller versus Bad. Are we really going to have that conversation? I don't think we are. I say it's bad. But I want to see the oh, show. I say Thriller. You're wrong. <laughs> the event will be featuring. Hey, hey, that was hey. easy. Hey. All right, I'm not done, and y'all are cutting into my segment. I'm sorry, oh, darling. Yeah. The yeah. event will be featuring Michael Brown Nose Taylor on lead vocals and director. He is the lead singer of the Funky Monkeys and also head producer of the event. I've never seen them. That he's be a dude. He is a. He's the real deal. That's a, that's a bad motherfucker. He's gonna dude. dance and sing, or just. Sing? I don't know about dance, but I tell you, that man can sing his fucking ass off. Really? He's awesome, dude. And yep. 
David Ancar will also be a featured lead singer. He is the lead singer from New Orleans band Karma. You know him? I know him too. He is another bad They look like they put on a pretty incredible show, like high, high quality. Man, I just want to go, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on, The uh, guy, David Ancar, he, you probably know, heard of his dad before. His dad is a Harvey Jesus. Oh, we ain't all as old as you. Jesus, okay. Yep. Oh, really? He, he, that kid can sing his ass all. It's going to be a, a good kid, show then, right? He's fucking great. It's going to be a good show. Elder, what's better, thriller or bad? Ooh. Man, I got to go with Thriller, but it's Thank all you. but it's nostalgia though, man. Like, I mean, it doesn't matter how many you're wrong both, for me dude, not to be wrong. They're both fucking they're both great albums, man. I mean, yeah. it's got great shit on it. I can't even tell you what's on bad, tell you the truth. <laughs> bad, that's it. Really? Yeah, they got other songs. Billy Jean. Where you make me feel? Doors open at 8 p.m. Show is 18 and over. Tickets start at $10 for general admission, 27.50 for a general admission table, which does not include your tickets. And a VIP table, $85. It comes with four tickets, one high boy table by the stage, four high boy seats, and one bar server. See it that? It is a pretty cool little area. It right? is cool. At first, we I'm never like, what is this enough shit? enough to and buy that, but it is nice. Now looking at it. A, you know, a server that comes and brings you <laughs> drinks like a cocktail waitress. It's really cool. Is Fagnetto sending you a royalty check yet? Because he said your ideas are the complete, you know, you know, it's the all the fucking shit behind the uh, deck room there. So, oh really? He told you that? That's what he told me. He wow. said, oh, "That's good." Said Zartome is the one that took Zartome's tips. All right. so, I forget that the deck hey. room is new and improved. It's fucking awesome. Looks great. Oh, we just been pr- promoting their goddamn shows, man. We don't get goddamn nothing the, oh, from that fucking place. We're about oh, to take shit. some shit. This is the Wednesday before Thanksgiving, so you don't have to worry about like if you get too hammered or whatever. Hey, wake up and cook hungover. I mean, right? Right? Or just go to somebody else's right? house that's cooking. Right? Um, right. I'm actually going to be sober So sober brown I get to see Thriller versus That's Bad thriller, In all its right? entirety I've never seen any of that Because I'm like 13 I didn't see anything Of Michael Jackson So sober I'm excited Sober brown Oh yeah dude Oh, oh yeah The sober, Reverend sober brown, Joe boy. Johnson Premiered on the The Greg from Brobridge show You remember we had Greg from Brobridge On this show Him and Buck Yeah it's fucking Racist psychos Yeah Yeah well the Reverend From his hometown Of Brobridge Stopped in and visited Greg. So, man, you they also had their own movie segment, which sounded a lot like PPV guys. So that all that happened on the Greg from Brobridge show. It's out now. I suggest you go check that out. <laughs> and you got extra time now because Pickle didn't put on a show. He fucking quit. <laughs> I guess he quit. I don't know. It's it. How long has it been since I, you put I on a show? Since I stopped announcing, I guessed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Him and Harry won. And Harry, I think, put it to rest. That one show with Harry and Pickles, like, you know what? This is a bad idea. I do what I can. Well, thank you, Harry. <laughs> <laughs> do <a> good job. <laughs> so, Pickle Scoop show's over. Is it really? Yeah, so if you, if you like you to subscribe to that page, you might as well go and just delete that. They told you that you're just saying because they didn't post a show with destroy that whole network. So, I was zoned out, my bad. Another thing that happened, Adam Pierce was eliminated from The Voice. Once again, Zartome was correct when I said that Adam Pierce is unlikable. America agrees with me, and they have decided he is unlikable. Eliminator. Gosh, I'm not really sure that's the reason that he was eliminated. The Eliminator. Oh, people liked him so much that they decided they kicked him off so he'd like become American more popular Idol. I don't think death. the people Can't vote. Solve. I don't think there's any I voting. Think, I the think what it comes down to is they're looking for a proto-fucking pop star. That's what they're looking for. Somebody that you can look at. Adam, Adam's very good at what he does. Because I'm about to be on the television sets. Oh, I just want to thank you all. I think that's how he ruined himself with this. Your continued support and the gratitude you've been sending my way. Uh, but Louisiana, I got a little bone to pick with you, okay? In particular... 
Let me tell you something. I'll make something loud and clear. Now, I don't know what my episode is going to be. So stop asking me, okay? Calm your tits, Louisiana. He's all knowing the whole time. That Once he, this he got released already. on Not Real Radio, <laughs> executives sad. at The Voice found it. They listened to the show and they were like, oh, we got to get rid of this guy before he does that on camera. He acted kind of normal throughout the whole voice thing. He held it together. He must have had a speechwriter, but at the end, How it kind of fell apart. How awkward did it have to be? Because like, cause I didn't know this. Like, he, I guess it made sense. I see him playing shows at like Walu's and shit. I'm like, how can he be here? And then there's a fucking... So now it makes sense. Like The whole time he well, was home because he had already been new. He was kicked off. That's depressing, man. And he just had to act like he didn't know. Regardless of what you say, man, I mean, look, hell of an opportunity. I mean, there's so few people who get to do that and perform on that kind of stage, and he's definitely got some fringe benefits How from it. How fucking crazy is that? Like, you get on stage, yeah, you sang at some bars and shit around some people. Yeah. You maybe played Southport, and it's like, that's great. You were doing Led Zeppelin instead of people at Southport. Oh. Southport. But they give you a fucking microphone. They do your makeup and hair, and then they stick you on stage in front of all those people, and people sitting there judging you. Not judging you like, I spent $12 to get here, so this is pretty fucking good. They're judging you like looking for the next superstar, and you're out there by yourself with a fucking microphone and tight pants on, trying to figure out how are you going to get yourself out of this situation. Just the fact that he completed a fucking song without oh. blanking out, I give him all the credit in the world. But unfortunately, I was right. He's unlikable. <laughs> <laughs> he did do it, but it was very unlikable. Well, if nothing else, like Tyree said, at least he did get some benefits from that, doing it. I mean, that's, it. that's, Even that's amazing. He didn't make it all the way. He still got things from doing it, and that's good. You know? he, he is fucking great at what he does. He really does. And that's not a knock on him. I'm just saying that those kind of shows, they, they want Carrie Underwood. I mean, they, you get a guy on that, like, he's the rock and roll guy, and he has an incredible voice in this fucking range, and he's a good-looking kid and all this stuff, but they want Carrie Underwood. That That's who they want. Yeah, that's what it comes Jesus, down to. Now, if this was a if this was like a heavy metal theme show, like a VH1 kind of thing, that motherfucker would have probably won. I mean, he's amazing. He's really good. He's good at what he does. Maybe next season. Yeah, Dude, do you Charles think he'll Man- try again? What? Oh, I don't know. I, just I hope he doesn't quit. No, but that show again. Like, go back on there. Oh, yeah, I don't know. Jesus. Oh, sometimes <laughs> people do that. Okay, whatever. <laughs> next, go on. next story. He, he could go on the new challenge, NBC's Who's Most Unlikable. Oh, that's not nice. Y'all are being mean. Dude, speaking of unlikable, some people don't like him, but I always thought, I don't know. I don't know why I don't hate the guy. But Charles Manson may or may not be dead, which is like, he's like the cat in the bag or whatever he's it not is. not dead. It was all fake websites. I think, he, I think he's definitely dead. You think no, so? Man. Yeah, I think so. Why and they're trying to they're trying to drag this out so it's not so impactful so it I doesn't mean, get turned into is that a martyr. Why? Really, I mean, dude, he's a he's a fucking A and E biography special. I mean, he's an icon. Oh, he's an icon. Yeah. I mean, without question. I mean, he's he's when they were developing <laughs> modern culture that we live in that was formulated in the '60s during the culture shift. He was the face of what was supposed to be evil. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of people like on Facebook. I'm glad that murderer is dead. He didn't kill nobody. I know. I keep trying to tell people that. Like that's what the fuck. To me, the scariest, most intriguing thing about Charles Manson and that he that he is technically. I mean, he's in jail because he was a fuck up his whole life. The dude was abandoned as a child. He grew up in the system. Like the system created him. This is what happens to an unwanted child that doesn't have any uh, feel any love. And during the hippie movement, he found love. He found love for the earth. He found love in the hippie movement. So he's a very charismatic, charismatic 
person. Charismatic person. Thank you. Looking for acceptance (laughs) and love from anybody who would give it to him because he never got his entire life. People were paid to look after him his entire life. So he turned into a, a hippie and then gathered and had information in that movement. And then, man, he's sitting around there getting fucked up and he's saying shit. And you know what? A lot of shit he said, I think, made a lot of sense. Like, it's, it might be fucked up that I agree with it. But things he said, like, about the earth and about society, if you really listen to Charles Manson and not just take the, the cartoon character that he also portrays, it, you can learn a lot. Like, he's a very intelligent guy and knew the system probably better than anybody. And the scariest part to me went to jail because he was sitting around fucked up saying some shit. Even if it's, yeah, man, you ought to go and kill those motherfuckers because... They fucked me out of a record contract, and this is why things happen, because they're looking for Carrie Underwood and not unlikable Ginger. Like, he was just breaking things down for him. So people decided, they go, hey, yeah, let's go. We're going to go kill this guy because Charles Manson broke it down for us, and they're evil, and they do something. Then he ends up in jail because, what, he he convinced? He didn't even pay him. Like, yeah, if he would have gave him, even if it was... I'm going to give you $50 to go kill them. That's fucking, I can understand that. But he's actually in jail because of his ideas and his concept and and maybe a couple of drunken nights of, of talking about how people should pay. Like people threaten death on people they don't like and agree with all the time. They do it to Muslims constantly. What if a Muslim died every time a person who's got like a major problem against Muslims said something vulgar or wish I really death wish upon them? What if they really die? died? There wouldn't be very right many now. Muslims left. And then, I mean, where does that end? You know what I'm saying? So Charles Manson... Well, I mean, I think a lot of the shit you're saying is pretty speculative. But then again, I mean, dude, it it could be possible. I mean, what you're saying could absolutely be possible. How else did he get those people to go kill him? Well, I mean, fuck, I I don't think that that's really... uh, I think that no doubt that's what happened, but how did it happen? I, I think I mean, what you're president, saying... Presidents and ones that uh, 50% of the population don't agree with or want in power, they decide and convince people to join their cult and go kill people all the time. No, no doubt. Every country does, not just ours. So it's like, I remember one of Charles Manson's quotes, did I kill him? Maybe I didn't kill enough people. If I would have killed enough people, then y'all would have heralded me as a hero. The only documentary, though, well, I watched a documentary about him, and the thing that I, that sticks out in my head most of watching this thing is that when, like, when he was in jail, like, way before all this shit, um, he did, like, a, like a five-year stint in jail. I think it was for car theft or something. And um, he even told the people, the, the warden, all that shit. He's like, man, look, I, I, I like it in here. I'm fine here. I'm, I'm structured in here. You know, I don't know why the fuck you're making me leave. And I just thought that was, was just crazy, you know? Well, he was also like a musician. He was a songwriter and a singer. He was a struggling, like, folk singer in that time that was something well, dude, major he tied up with brian wilson from the fucking beach boys and wrote alleges that songs. yeah he wrote some songs with them and he alleges that they stole some of that shit from him and they say that is factually true yeah that they dude, did if you steal listen, some of his he shit he has some good songs garbage dump oh garbage dump why garbage do dump. they call you a garbage dump it's a great song man he's like the <laughs> nick cage a cave Whatever his name was. Yeah. He I mean, did, but Charles Manson was a, a singer-songwriter that, you know, people fell in love with it, and they that was during that time, too. There was people doing that. There was some guy who was, thought he knew uh, he was an Indian guru, and people following him around, and he probably said some dumb shit. Some of them drank Kool-Aid. Some of them chopped off their testicles and waited for a giant comet to come by. But it's like, all right, so Charles Manson was one of those guys. I, I don't know. Live or dead, he had some great hits, and a lot of people do a lot of fucked-up things. 
and people still go buy their music. So I suggest to you maybe check out some Charles Manson. You might like him, even if you don't agree with him or don't think he's a good guy or, or you're glad that he's dead and not mooching off the system anymore. You know, really, I, 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 truthfully, I don't give two fucks if he's dead. You know, I mean, we all die. That's just part of it. But I mean... No he, grand accomplishment no, there. But, but what I'm saying is, man, is no doubt he's an intriguing guy. I mean, you watch shit about him and all that stuff, and if you see... If you see all of the the way that a lot of documentaries portray him and shit, yeah, but I mean, if you drill down and look at the whole picture, no doubt he's an interesting guy, super. whether you agree with him or not. Yeah, it may be super sane, but who knows? That if, he's, if he is dead and it gets announced this week, then, you know, Uncle Charles is gone. Winning. Alley Investigation this week. Welcome to Alley Investigations with your host, Alley. This week's investigation, Tori Amos, the Native Invader Tour. Oh, shit. Here we go. At the Mahalia Jackson <laughs> Theater in New Orleans, Louisiana. What the fuck? <laughs> so, man, I started. I first heard Tori Amos on Pandora when I was like 23 or 24. And I was like, man, this is awesome. What the fuck? How did I never know about this? I knew Fiona Apple, but I never knew Tori Amos ever. And I'm like, this is great. And I started listening to all her shit. I'm just like mesmerized by like her songwriting and her voice and just the shit she talks about. And I'm just like, wow. So anyway, I became a fan over the past few years. And out of nowhere, I see she's playing in New Orleans. I know she's like 56 years old, but I'm like, you know what, dude? She'd probably still be fucking cool to see because she's sitting there playing piano and shit. It's not like seeing... To me, I don't want to see some old rock and roll dudes that are like all decrepit and shit trying to do their same old song. He's Sorry. sitting right here. Sorry, but <laughs> I feel like if it's somebody with a piano like Elton John, you know what I'm saying? No oh, matter how like old Dickie. that motherfucker gets, you're going to go see him. You know what I mean? It's just you want to see Dickie, not Tyree To me, I don't feel like she's rock. washed up. I guess what I'm saying is I don't feel like she's right. washed up and like she should have right. quit a long time right. ago. And then I listened to her new album, The Native Intruder or Native Invader or whatever it is. I think it's Invader. Um, I listened to the new album. Like, man, she sounds great. She oh, yeah? sounds just like her voice did in the '90s. I'm like, well, that's pretty incredible for somebody's vocal integrity to stand up that long. Because that's old, you know, for vocal cords and shit. Usually, you get, <laughs> you get old and start being like, eh, oh, good, you know, good. But she's got that beautiful, youthful sound to her voice. So anyway, I'm like, man, I'm gonna take my mom. Cause she was listening to some of the songs with me, and she's like, she agreed that she was fantastic. And I was like, man, how cool is that gonna be? I'll take my mom for her birthday. We'll go. So, of course, I want to get, like, really good. She was. She was stoked. So, I want to get really good seats. So, I pay, like, $100 per ticket. And I know that's a bit steep. But at the same time, I'm like, well, I might never see. I mean, no, it's she not. Never that's come what a Pelicans here. game is going to cost us. Yeah, no, But, dude, honestly, if it's something, like, I don't know. I just feel like sometimes con- tickets are really, really expensive. And Man, I know. If I could have spent, like, 80 that might have been a little better. But all I'm saying is I paid more than I wanted to. Gotcha. That, that's the whole reason for bringing it up. I okay? totally understand. Pay more than I wanted to. So then I'm assuming that I'm listening to the new album. I hear, like, all these, like, violins and shit. And I'm like, man, live, this is going to be huge. Like, this is going to look incredible. It's going to be. I'm just, in my mind, I'm thinking about Radiohead, the last big concert I saw. And. I'm imagining all the shit they could do with her stuff, right? So the first band, I didn't know there was going to be an opener because they, they carefully neglect to fucking mention that, like on any of the ticket sites or anything when you're trying to figure out who's open and they don't tell you. And then if you assume somebody's open and you get there late and you miss it, then you're going to be mad at yourself, right? So I was like, fuck, I guess we got to get... <laughs> so me and my mom get there at like 7. The oh, Jesus, we just got there? <laughs> The shit don't start till 7.30. And so then, oh, the lobby was a fucking nightmare. 
They have one line for this little bitty ass bar with one fucking bartender. And then directly across from that in this very small hall space, they got all the merch booths and shit. So there's two different lines that are like almost intersecting with like, are you merch or are you drinks? Are you and everybody's like fucking confused. And y'all crammed in. And so then I'm fucking crammed in. And then assholes are squeezing through that little the little middle thing between those two lines and just boom, 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 bumping the fuck out of you. And you're like, what the fire fuck? Alarm. The play, there was a fire hazard. The place was fucked. Mahalia Jackson, y'all need to do something about that theater. That was a nightmare. They could have found someplace else to put those merch booths. That was ridiculous. So anyway, and one fucking bartender, you know, in the bathroom lines out the fucking door. I'm like, what is this place? So now I'm in a bad mood, of course. And I had bladder stuff going on, so it was like extra annoyed. So I fucking get in there, my mom. We peed, we peed like twice before the fucking first band. We both have bladder problems. So we fucking peed twice before the fucking people even start. They, she knows. And then so we finally fucking start. And it's cool. It's three people from England. The guy, they're called um, 45 something. I don't know. It's fucking dumb. So south of 45 or something. So how, what did they sound like? Besides they sounded shit. like I the mean, fucking. Remember when I was in the New Age church, that weird fucking Christian shit? Oh, up? yeah. It was uh-huh. that music pretty much, but it wasn't. It was about like love. And I'm like, oh God, it was so boring, dude. And like, dude, it was these three very talented little people, like beautiful voices. They had an English accent. I love that. But the songs were so fucking bo- typical and so boring. No, it wasn't like that. No. It was the new age Christian. If you ever put on new like K Love or something like that, it's like bad pop music pretty much. It was just one of the songs was like. Oh, like this? No, no, but it was just like simple, simple melodies. I'm sure Tyree knows what I'm talking about. It was just boring. <laughs> it was, it, no, I mean, like he knows like those old nursery rhymes. It sounded like melodies from like 1930s nursery rhymes or something like that. Jesus, hey, thank you. No, but you know what I mean? It was just like the one of the songs just like, I'm, act, I'm, I'm secretly in love with you, but it was just like so boring. And, he was like, and one of them was like, kiss me, kiss, 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 kiss. And I'm like, shut up. So anyway, me and my mom, both my mom's sitting there. This is fucking horrible. And I was like, dude, so we both hated it. I don't know. I was freaked out on the sound of that voice. Yeah. (laughs) It was like, we're both like, this is fucking dumb. So she's like, let's go pee again. I don't give a shit if I have to hear the last couple of songs. It's like, all right. (laughs) Oh, she had the shit, not piss. So we went pee again. Hey, did you have to, did you have to piss or shit? Shit. Oh, God. She had the shit. I miss half the show. So then by the time we come, so then we come back in there, we're sitting there, right? Lights are on and shit. Tori's yeah. supposed to come on at 8.30. <laughs> we she know, don't, yeah, she don't come on till like almost 9. So guess what? Both of us had to pee and fucking shit again, again shit. before that motherfucker came on. But then like as soon as we go to stand up, oh, gotta shit again. the fucking lights start Man, going down and Tori's ass walks out there. And you're oh. like, motherfucker. <laughs> so now I'm pissed. And then the first song is House of the Rising Sun. What the fuck? Okay. Well, you said she played a lot of covers, huh? Seven. Out of how many songs? 16. 16. So she played a 50-50 set. What yes. are some of the covers she played? Wait, oh, hold We've on, hold only on. just begun. So she's talking to the rising sun, and I just, so we're like, fuck it, I'm still going pee, and I hate that song. So then we come back, she plays one original song, I think, and then she proceeds to pay, play five covers in a row, just what, in succession. What, but the what second songs? cover she played was Bobby fucking McGee. Oh, really? Fuck me. Bobby McGee. The next God. song she played after that was fucking. Uh, it was a church song. It was like a um, what, Amazing Grace. 
and it was boring. So and she, she played did House the Bobby of the McGee Rising song, song and, and then... she didn't even do the na 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 na. Like she didn't even get into it. It's like she cut that part off. It's like fuck that song. That's the only cool part. So then she played the fucking Amazing Grace, and then she played um, Going Back, Jack. Do it again. Yeah, it's Steely Dan. Wait, yeah. Yeah, what the fuck? And then, um, God, she did another terrible cover. Oh. No matter far away, I will always love you. No matter every word I say, I will always. It's like, okay, that's not a bad song, but it's remade so many fucking times. Like, why do you need to do that song? You see yeah, what I'm saying? It was just that, that dumb is pretty, covers. Yeah, that is pretty disappointing. I was so upset. She played two songs that I knew, and I knew a lot of her songs, and like, she had the most obscure originals. So I'm just like, what happened here? She didn't play a song off of her album that she's promoting right now. Like, the album that just came out, she didn't play a song off of it i was like what is she even playing for like i did not come look i'm sorry she's incredible i didn't come in to see the jukebox heroes exactly i'm sorry but yeah i didn't pay a hundred dollars a ticket to sit here and hear her play house of rising sun and bobby mcgee like i came here to see tori amos's artwork y'all y'all kind of feeling that even a little bit like her art is her music her art is her lyrics her art is her fucking song composition and you know hearing her voice and hearing her play her things that's why i was there and I just felt like I got gypped because, that man, was, I barely that got to the guy that was dying? After, yeah, um, the fucking, there's two dudes in front of us that kept hugging all over each other and they kept putting man, their heads together and my mom's bitching to me that she can't see through their heads and the guy's <laughs> beard's too big and she can't see past the beard. And, you know, so... I can, oh, I yeah. can already visualize oh, God, that. I'm nosy about it. Yeah, me too. That fucking show gave me a UTI. I had to pee like three more times after this fucking shit. My overall, when you told me about this the other night, I think that... Just like the Batman vs Superman and Jumanji movie, like there's gonna be people who are happy with that. And Dude, liked some it. people loved it. She might have thought she was doing a good thing, and you know what? To a large portion of the audience, she would have. Because I, I hear people complain all the time. I went and seen the band; they, they played their new music. They didn't want to hear the new music. But they I actually studied up on the new music, so I'd know I, it. I when understand. we saw Radio play, Radiohead, they played so their new music. I knew their new song, Sweet, yeah. and then we play, they played their old music, and then they played other shit, and they might have done oh. one or two covers You're total not if they did a cover. A More than not, it's not going to be can Radiohead. I tell you, can I tell you something, though? I'm just making a point that nobody's going to be Radiohead. I agree fully. Man, My point I is, know. when I go to see an artist and spend a lot of money on a ticket, to me is a lot of money. I don't care who fucking likes it. I expect that at least to hear 75% or more of her own music. Let me tell you the reason that I'm even bringing this up. So, Nola Advocate puts out an article saying that it's because she was in New Orleans and she wanted to do tribute to us. Where it's like, don't you think we hear that shit enough? Like, don't I agree you think with you. if you look at the set lists for the last three cities that she went to, two covers max, three on one of them. And it's like, okay, so you gave us this show. Why? Somebody made this weird excuse telling me that she put out a statement saying that the reason she did that is because she was sick. But I couldn't find that anywhere, so I can't confirm that at all. Trying to say that she had to stay away from higher register songs because she was sick. See, I, if that's true, she has low register songs. She'd have to do covers. Like, it didn't make sense to me. Allie, I agree with you. If I'm going to go see Tori Amos, especially an artist like that, which, I mean, she's she's one of those kind of, like, prolific artists of the 1990s. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, as far as I'm concerned, look, you're going to do... You're gonna do out of out of a sixteen song set. I'm expecting to hear six new ones and like ten hit. You know, ten not really. I wouldn't say radio hits, but like hits to your fans. At you least know? five radio hits, though. You know, at least like some of your big ones. Like you know what it's I mean. One of those big ones. She played leather and she played um, this one other song. I can't even think of the name of it. Kill 
you, you want to hear Cornflake Girl or you want to hear fucking, uh, you know, Carter Light Sneeze or some shit like yeah, that. Yeah, there was a ton know? of songs I really wanted to hear and I was just blown away that, but then I look on the set list for the other shows and yes, they are all different, but she plays, she puts really, really good ones in each show that I didn't really feel like we got. I think Leather's a great song, but that was it. And then she had the crowd sing half of it, which yeah, maybe she was sick. Maybe that's true, but I didn't see that anywhere. And I just felt like maybe they could, because they were like, oh, she didn't want to cancel the show. Maybe you should have. Like, maybe you could have rescheduled that. Like, I would have rather see her at her at her best, you know? I'm sorry. I'm so sorry, really. If you were, really, if you were being serious, I'm so sorry, but you really sucked. I'm sorry. <laughs> but she, hey, can I also, I'll close it out with this. I know this has been a long one, okay? Sorry, long-winded. <laughs> All right. But I want to close it out with, she's incredible. She did play the fuck out of the piano. She had a piano and behind her, she had this, keyboard stack with like she was doing her own synth sounds she was doing like double beats and shit or you know double shit at one time she's playing the piano with one hand and playing the other thing in the other hand she's like stuck between the two um her singing voice was absolutely incredible and enchanting and deep and beautiful except for the covers were kind of annoying but when she did her shit you could tell and it was fucking creative and dark and it looked cool the lights were awesome so there were some positives i just wanted to put that out there. you just wish she would have Different if songs. I would have seen her do her all of her own songs in that same atmosphere, because at first I was like, where's the band? There was none. It was just her. But then I appreciated the intimacy of it, and I was like, man, this is awesome. It could have been so cool. Well, maybe you ought to make a wish next time. Because when you wish Bye, Bye, Mom. upon a song, there's no difference who you are, anything your heart desires. Will come to What? Well, it didn't. You were late. When is lesson <laughs> is step three? Turn your volume way past three. <laughs> this all will teach you things to change your life. That's right, Switch Point is all. Step three, sacrifice. So step one, we defined success. Step two, we overcame fears. That's right, there's going to be fears that are going to creep up because you're now successful. And last week, we conquered those fears. They're gone. This week, week three, step three, Switch Point is all, is sacrifice. You're going to have to make sacrifices to obtain success. That's like an animal sacrifice? Sometimes it works for some people. <laughs> Do not advise it. Okay. <laughs> and some things you own and hold dear to you right now, you're going to have to get rid of. There's not that much time in your life right now to enjoy life and become successful. You have to give up the very thing that's keeping you from being successful, and that is yourself. You have to give yourself up, your wants and needs. Your only goal in your existence is to obtain the, the uh, success that you decided in step one. You overcame your fears, and now you have to lose yourself. What else do I have here? <laughs> 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 I pretty much summed up a lot of that on that. I, I don't know how else I could put that. There's no time for unproductive hobbies. Those must go. No more holidays. No more vacations. Gone. You're not taking them. Your days of rest and enjoyment are also gone. In the relationships that hold you down. There's relationships that you are in right now that are not healthy for the successful you. If you want to be subservient and you want to 
just exist for the pleasure and uh, and enjoyment and work of other people's life, that is not a very successful existence. You're going to have to make sacrifice and get rid of those relationships, your little comfort zones, those people you run to when things get tough. It's time to throw yourself out of the nest and fly on your own, kill your own food and eat it. And unfortunately, every day you don't do this, every day now that you do not make sacrifice to obtain your goal of success is one day less you have been successful. You're on the clock, people. Only the immortal is immortal. You are not, and each day you waste being non-successful in poisonous relationships, being subservient. Every moment you waste doing this is one day less you have of being successful it's not a joke people it's very serious i mean if you live forever and that's what you decide success is it's a potential that maybe you know that's not true but not everybody's gonna wish for immortality like the elder did it's very wise <laughs> this has been wish upon a czar step three sacrifice you want to sing don't you i do it's coming up Stay tuned next week for step four. Right here. No, I don't think it is. Oh. Right here. Oh. When you wish upon a czar, there's no difference who you are. Streaming next on Amazon. So fantastic. The Lord of the Rings series. Fucking hobbits are invading Amazon Prime. If it wasn't for the free delivery, I would have canceled Amazon Prime. Amazon Prime, there's one thing Amazon Prime cannot do. Sometimes get a coffee machine here when I need it. Yeah, the second thing is, <laughs> I threw a plate through it. And then okay. there's another thing that they can't do is make original programming. That fucking original program is horrible. They ought to just not make it. Maybe pay a couple of fucking bucks and put some movies on the motherfucker because you're obviously well, they do, not making it. They do a lot of that. They, they got good movie selections, and plus they got that HBO hookup. Yeah, so if Curbs you want to go back and watch there, old Beck. shit, yeah. Curbs on there, fucking Mr. Bean's on there. I ain't paying that much money for Mr. Bean and fucking Curvy Enthusiasm. Dude, we're paying for Amazon Prime so we can get shit shipped in two days. Right, like and, I said. Whether it happens or not. Pay attention. Re- fuck off. Truthfully, <laughs> <laughs> I was reading the other day, they said that fucking $1 billion to do a Lord of the Rings. I mean, dude, that's fucking insane for TV, man. Really? All right, they're banking on this hard. But the fucking hobbits, they're banking on the hobbits, they're giving all that money to fucking popular shit in the popular, man. Oh, man. All right, I think they're going to fail. It is. Popular franchise. Yeah, let me hit snooze. We're off tomorrow. Fucking right we are. Vacay! So do we finish Stranger Things and we need to watch a new series and we're like, what's it going to be? So we had Mindhunter, which I've been wanting to see that. I've been wanting to see that. And then Punisher drops this Friday. So we watched one episode of Mindhunter during the week and then we watched one and then I fell asleep in one of Punisher. (laughs) So we're one and one. 
After watching the first Punisher, I felt I'm on 50-50. I can't make the decision. Both of them are equally okay to me. Like, both of them gave me enough that I go, I kind of want to see the rest of the story. But neither one was I blown out of the... I cried within the first few minutes of fucking um, Punisher. What? Yep. You really did? Yep. Yeah, fucking emotional wreck. (laughs) Oh, dude, I've been bad off. I cried because the dude gave me a sandwich. You cry when the dude gave him a so sandwich? Sweet. Are oh you my fucking God. kidding they, me? That dude stepped on a sandwich. I thought he's not going to have nothing to eat. And that fucking dude brought him a sandwich and tried to be nice. And it was really sweet, man. That's right. All right. Maybe did you watch any of these? Life. Oh, and I'm on he got me with that one. That was a good one. You cried too, Mano? Oh, he cried. He got me with the... That's right. That's right. That's right. This shit was fucking emotional. This really? dude is so... Like, you can feel the pain. Like, the actor that played... What's his name? John... That's right. What's his name? The actor that plays the Punisher. Uh, John Bernthal. John Bernthal. He fucking... You see pain in him. Like, you can see the pain. Like, it's incredible The other thinks he's a really fucked up individual. I he's crazy it. in he real shows life. It, man. Oh, really? That motherfucker's he ain't fucked acting. up. He's good, man. You go read any interview with that guy, and he he's just like fucking intense, man. I, I think they cast the right guy. He's oh, nuts he's for incredible. real. He's I nuts for it. real. All right. All right. Neither one got me. Which one are we watching? Hey, Zar told him he's the exact same age as you. We have can we talk about no, can we talk oh, about how no, fucking John Bernthal with hair and a beard looks exactly like Zartone? Any is white guy with enough hair and a beard looks that? the same. No, you I, fucking look exact. I tell you, I saw People that picture. People used to tell me I look like Jesus. I saw that picture and holy fuck. Isn't that him? <laughs> yeah, I mean, goddamn, right. holy shit! I looked at it for a second. I'm like, is that me? <laughs> yeah. Is this me? I was like, Dude, damn, man, somebody had it. It must have been a lazy eye picture. Height, same fucking age, except he was born a few months after you, man. Yeah, see that? What could have been? That? See that? See that? That's crazy. All right, go ahead. What? No, oh, y'all were talking about something. I cut in with that. Man, are you going to watch either one of these? Uh, actually, Mindhunter. Really? You yeah, want to? No, no, I'm going to. I'm, oh, I'm right. saving it. You haven't clicked play. You I haven't clicked it, play. You put it in your list, so I, you I might actually, be able to find it. I started to watch it, and then Nicole wanted to see it, and I was like, all right, we'll put it away. We'll watch yeah. it when we have a little time coming up. But I definitely want to see that, for sure. Right. It's Fincher, Tell buddy. Me. What does that mean? David Fincher. He's the guy who did uh, Mindhunter. Oh, so. really? All right. It Same starts guy who did slow. Seven and, it starts yeah. slow, but so did the Punisher to me, so... I don't know. Um, JB and and uh, the Ginger have been texting me about the Punisher, and they've been saying like they like they've been binging the fuck out of it, and they were saying yeah. it's really good. But yep. I, I can't trust Scott really in anything that he that Shut he likes. I like it. I don't know if that helps so. you. You like what? I like the fucking Punisher. All right. You watch it a little more than me. Does it start heating up in the second episode? I think so, man. I fell asleep and I woke up. Every time I woke up, some crazy shit was happening. I'm like, holy shit, there was just fire. And I'm just like, what the fuck? And then I fall back asleep. Hulk-like fire. A lot of stuff happened, yeah. It's intense. Um, The Mindhunter one, though, I felt like that one was kind of boring, man. I tried. I think it's going to get good, though. I mean, I th- I'm not trying to act dumb. Like, I know it was a lot of intelligent discussion and, like, yeah, yeah, no. philosophy stuff I studied in school, you know, and I was very interested in. But for some reason, watching the show, I'm like, are y'all really, like, explaining all this? Like, it just to me, it seemed a little bit boring, but I don't know. Yeah, and I think that's because, I mean, fuck, some people don't go through this, but other people go through a little serial killer phase where they go and study serial killers and get oh, into yeah, it. Like, that. it becomes yeah. a thing. Like, I'm going to go watch all this serial killer shit. And back in the day, it wasn't watch. It was go read things. You know, but now you go watch documentaries all day long. Everybody goes through that little stint. And I think this did go back so far that it kind of got boring to us. We looked at things matter-of-factly. Like, 
All right, get get to the like fucking point. We felt point. like we already understood, like all the psychological stuff they're talking about. We already right. understood. So but like, it is episode right, one, on. and you have taught me a, a valuable lesson. Of these things are going to be some of them slow builds, so to stick with it. So both of them are kind of right in that that realm to where I'm like, all right, cool characters. It's yeah, shot well. Like, dude, Netflix is fucking amazing. Yeah, it looks like, great. They shoot it. Like However it's shot, it looks more, yeah, like watching a broken up movie. And then now they got that skip the intro. Oh, yeah. He loves yeah. that. Boy. Oh, he's, I love it. He's clicking it before yeah. it pops up. I'm like, Jesus. Because so, most of them are not really that good of intros. I, and they don't use really good songs like that I want to hear. I if like they would have used that fucking song, Narcos, everybody huh? knows. If they would have used that as an intro to one of these series, I would have watched it every time. But I just get bored of watching a lackluster intro. And the fact that I can skip it now, yeah. I'm like, fucking right. I watch it that first time, and I'm like, I never have to see that again. Skip intro. Gangsta. I think that when it comes to TV shows, you got to give any show you're really interested in about three episodes. If it doesn't lock you by episode three, it's time to book out. Time to walk know. in dead, that bitch. Yep, exactly. <laughs> All right. All right. At the movies, The Darkest Hour is coming out. Can't wait for that one. Really? You're going to see it? Oh, I, most definitely. I'm definitely not going to go watch it at the movies, but Fucking Gary Churchill, Ullman, son. Yeah, Gary Oldman plays Winston Churchill. I despise World War II films. They're boring as shit to me. Like that whole time period, I don't like it. Yeah, I'm, I'm the opposite. I love them, so... Yeah, that's got you right there. And I'm a big WC fan, so I'm 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 really interested in seeing. Uh, they're saying that one's gonna that one's gonna kind of be the Oscar sweeper. Gary Oldman's got to be a freaking nature. He's amazing, dude. He's because unbelievable. I, you know it's I, you, he's one of those actors where they. I don't know what it is. Maybe does he just get that good of hair and makeup people every damn time, or does he really he transforms I think himself? He transforms. He's he, one of those. I think it's both, guys. man. He he's he's fucking great. And I mean, you think about all the great stuff that he's been in, but then you think of some stuff where people kind of consider it this tongue in cheek shit. The Fifth Element. He is fucking awesome. Oh, in that yeah. movie. That's yes. one of my faves. He's dude. unreal in that movie. Dude, the fucked up thing is though, I didn't even know the same guy did all those roles. Like, it wasn't until I know I went, let me go see what Gary right, Oldman right, played right. in. I'm like, holy shit, he was that person? He was right. yeah. so yeah. different from the next. Every Each movie. one is so different from the next, which is look, body language, uh, dialogue, voice, the way he delivers it. It's like, this is, he is the complete opposite of The Rock. <laughs> yeah, right. Like, there's The Rock on one spectrum, and then there's Gary Oldman. It's like, that's the difference. Gary Oldman and, I, and another guy I put in that class before he made a lot of wrong turns and fucked his career was Johnny Depp. He was another guy that was very yeah. transformative. And, like, I mean, yeah, it, it, I, I bring it back to what my dad says. You know, he's like, you know, Pacino and, and, and uh, Robert De Niro and those kind of guys, they're great actors, but they normally kind of play themselves. When you look at a guy like Johnny Depp or a guy like Gary Oldman, they transform into something entirely different. Yeah, I'll throw Christian and, Bale in there. Yeah, he's another one, yeah. Even Tom Hardy's getting to that point. He, yeah, he's he's kind of gotten to that. I'm, I'm, fuck, I'm looking forward to that to that Venom movie, which even that looks like it's going to probably be a clusterfuck, but I'm looking forward to it. Just because it's Tom Hardy. I, I, I like him. He's he's a likable actor. He's. It reminds me of Robert Downey to where it's like, no matter how bad the writing is or the CGI or whatever, you got somebody that can deliver a very entertaining performance if getting given enough dialogue. It don't even yep. have to be great. Just give him enough to where he could do his thing. And I take a shit on Iron Man 2 all the fucking time. But I tell you, going back, uh, my, my mom and I had done the had done the uh, Marvel, the whole Marvel recap. Shit and recap and catch up and all that stuff. And Iron Man 2, we spot watched it because it's such a bad movie. 
But those little scenes where it's not the stupid villain or the stupid plot lines, just those scenes where you watch him interacting with Samuel L. Jackson or with uh, with uh, Gwyneth Paltrow, those things, if you could make a super cut of just that. Of Robert it's, it's Downey still great. playing Iron It's Man. great because the delivery and the way he says shit is, is great. Yeah, he's one of my favorites. <clears throat> well, coming to the movie. Oh, we, we did that. Dude. I got to know the name of it before we go. Last thing. We watched the trailers yesterday, and there's some movie about it has to be quiet so that the, this monster doesn't come and get you, and they just gave you Silence enough. is Survival. That's the name of the movie. Dude, that, looked, that was one of the best trailers I've seen in a while. I was looking, needing a new movie to look forward to, and that one got me. Unfortunately, it goes silent. Like, they take away, away all the sound, and I can hear all the fucking maggots eating. That's going to fuck that movie up. If you're going to rely on the movie being quiet, you need to just not go to the movie theater and watch it. But that movie looks really fucking badass. Um, Emily Blunt pays, plays the female uh, role. Plays the, uh, the the female role in it. I want to say that's John Krasinski that plays the... the it is. Yeah, okay, there you From go. The office. So, there you go. Yeah, it is Krasinski. That's the dude actor with the beard? Yeah. Yeah. Him. Does he look like me, too? He was originally, he was lock stock, um, <laughs> almost to play Captain America. Allie's um, tearing the snacks up. <laughs> Chris Evans uh, won that role, but uh, Krasinski was originally supposed to be Captain America. Really? So, right. yep. Are you serious? Yeah. Which one was Krasinski? Uh, he's on The Office, and also he uh, he's playing in this new movie that uh, that Zartome's talking about. Yeah. The, uh, oh, you're talking about fucking... Jesus. Silence oh. of Survival, I think, is the name of the The, the cool movie. dude from The Office. What was his name on there? I don't know. He just went through the whole thing. I didn't memorize <laughs> it. Pam and the guy's name. So, with yeah, the girlfriend I really from Amy him. Adams. Yeah. Do y'all want to see that it's movie, though? not Amy Adams. That the girlfriend is cool, somebody right? else. What? Yeah. Are you playing sure? a game? Yeah, they're similar, but it's not her. Are you sure? I promise. This isn't her. He is a doer, and that's what you need to do. That's you don't need her. to think. You need to drive. That's not her. It's Emily Blunt that's in that movie. Thank you. <laughs> Emily Blunt's in the in the silence movie. I could use one right now. If you think I'm being <laughs> blunt, then maybe you ain't going my way. Yeah. Weed every day. Every day. Oh, man. All right, well, that's it, man. I'm looking forward to seeing that. What's the name of it again? I think it's called Silence is Survival, right. I think is the name of the movie. You want to go see that? You want to go see all the movies? Uh, I don't go Jim. see horror movies in the His movie theater. Jim. Oh, really? No, nah, I just watch them at my house. Oh, fuck. You want to... You I enjoy the, ex- I enjoy the experience. Awesome. Oh, man, I think it looks dumb. When I'm scared of... <laughs> oh, are you serious? When I'm <laughs> yeah. scared of, that's the first three the minutes in a movie. where everybody's got to be quiet the whole fucking time? It builds fucking like... In the theater? Like, where everybody's... Do, <laughs> when I'm you worried... You really think that that's going to be able to do? <laughs> no? We almost made it. We've only just, just begun. begun on the road to 100. This has been Not Real Radio 95. Five shows left before the grand decision is made. <laughs> Next week, I don't think we have a guest, so it'll be just us. That's so good. You like this? Yeah, dude, I'll I'll let you like it. Maybe we'll call you again. (laughs) (laughs) Dude, don't forget to check out Billsbury Flow Boy. Google him, man. It's going to come up. SoundCloud, his Facebook page. Check that out. I put the link on the website. Thank you. Check out PPV Guys, Chris Tyree, JB4. I think he's still four. He's never made it to JB5 yet. And the Ginger. Freelo's over there. Breaking down movies like only they can. This has been Not Real Radio 95. Till next week, keep it not real. <laughs>